so laughing. Because, because never it's, it's, but it's the stuff that happens behind the scenes before we start talking that gets us to this giddy place. It is. It, oh my goodness me. But it's 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 good times. Okay. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm going to start. <laughs> I'm going to stop laughing. I'm going to be quiet. Okay. And then we can laugh. Okay. <laughs> Greetings and salutations, you kinky fucks. Welcome back for another episode of Kinks with Kiki. Because I want to get into this episode <laughs> ASAP. <laughs> there will be no song and mood of the week. The week went, the week happened. That was the week. <laughs> my week was just my week. <laughs> oh, jeez, I'm crying. <laughs> so no, no S&M, AKA song and mood of the week. My week was exactly that, my week. And I'm gonna jump into this quick intro so we can get to this story because I need you all to hear this story. <laughs> oh, this is, this is, yeah, this is perfect timing. This perfect is perfect timing. timing. <laughs> so you guys, I'm certain you all know her because first and foremost, like the podcast network, whether it's in the States or you know what? I'm not going to say the podcast network, the black podcast network yes. transcends country lines. Yes. So I'm already certain you guys know this person. I met this person back in 2018 through a podcast and a person that will not be named on this nope. platform. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but I always say the best thing that happened out of that situation is that I did get to meet her. Yeah. She has been such an amazing and supportive friend of me. The only the only three years, not even a full three years, but the two and a half years that she's known me. And completely just, she just woken me in, in her bosom, Aww. like mother's love. I just felt, yeah. I always felt so invited and seen by her. Well, I still do. I'm not going to say I always felt. I still do. She's such a great person. You guys definitely know her Aww. if you are on Instagram. <laughs> you have seen the pictures, okay? <laughs> but I would like to introduce my friend. And my fellow podcaster, AJ Badass Jones. How are you? I am. <laughs> Listen, first of all, I'm having a totally emo total emotional moment listening to you. No. And, no, seriously. I'm like, girl, we just went from laughing and now you have me like crying like actual oh, tears. Sorry. <laughs> but I have, I've, I've loved from, I knew you existed. I've loved you and, and I will continue to love you until infinity. Like. And you matter. have literally said that from day one. Right. Remember I said to you, like, no matter what, I will always love and protect you. I do. Regardless of, of the external things that are happening, regardless of whoever comes and goes, the love that I have for you and the protection that I have for you in my heart, nothing and no one can ever change that. Aww. Ever. Ever. And look, Thank people have come and gone. And me and you, we're still we're here. We're still here. Yes. Right? And I love it. I love that for us. Yes. Absolutely. Well deserved. I absolutely. love when amazing things happen out of shitty situations. Absolutely. So absolutely. Very, very happy about that. Yes. All right. So I have questions for AJ. And the first question, ironically, that I was going to ask her aside from who is AJ Badass Jones? We're going to get to that question right now. <laughs> So, 
Miss Badass Jones. Yes, ma'am. What's the freakiest thing you've done recently and how recent ago was it? Oh boy. Okay. So, <laughs> um, it was I, early this morning. Uh, just early this after, morning. Yep. Yep. So <laughs> the negotiations of this, um, meeting started yesterday afternoon with okay. someone that I met, um, on Monday. It's Friday. So wow, I but I love that type of energy. Like you yeah. know what you want. It doesn't take you six months of just talking. Like get yeah. to the point. You know what I want. I know what you want. Let's right. let's get it going. Right. And so it started with um, this random person that I don't know. He uh, went through a bunch of my my Instagram pictures and liked a bunch of pictures and made some comments that you know made me raise my eyebrow. Um, not like overtly sexual, but more like disciplinary. And you, you know me, I know you. We yes, you know, <laughs> right. We respond to those kind of things, and so yes. it definitely piqued my curiosity. And then he sent me a DM, and you know, like it goes through the section of your DMs where you can kind of like see it and decide whether or not you want to answer. Right. And I was definitely um, curious, but before I responded to him. We have a mutual friend. I checked in with her to see if she actually knew him. She said that she wasn't familiar um, on, a, on a personal level with him. But, you know, as women, I'm like, you know, bitch, screenshots and pictures so I can see what this man looks like. Yes. <laughs> Whether, you know what I mean? If he has, like, things growing out of his face, like, you know, is he good looking? I mean, it's important. Absolutely. And so she sends me a couple of pictures. One is, like, a throwback. But he doesn't really post a lot of pictures about himself. Like, he's really ominous, right? Hmm. So I was like, okay the throwback pictures he looks good so i'm like okay you know let me just say hello right so the message that he sends to me i'm gonna read it right from my my chat he says good morning you were very seductive is there a reason for this so i was like okay all right like so i was like you know it's it's my caribbean background i used to eat a lot of candy when i was a kid i'm sweet you know what I mean? like i just gave some kind of fuckery answer or whatever yes. and he responded to that and I didn't really know what to say. Like I was trying to be cute and coy, but like you could you could feel from his responses that he has all kinds of alpha male and dom energy. Mm -hmm. And he was really calm when he responded. So I was like, you know, this is this is kind of a good thing. So we went through Monday. He wasn't pressing, he wasn't, you know, um aggressive or anything like that. In true dom fashion, he let me come to him. Oh, Planted the seed. Such a predator. Yes! Right. Such a Provoked me and then didn't say anything after that. So it's like, okay, I'm thinking like, because, you know, I'm used to people being like smitten by me and all this kind of stuff. So it's like, right. you know what I mean? Like, so I'm, yeah. I'm, he played it nicely. So Tuesday now, I'm like, the fuck? How come this man hasn't said anything to me? After? <laughs> right. I'm feeling some type of way. So I yes. missed him. I message him, which is what he was looking for. Oh, um, oh yeah. that type. Oh, that yeah. type's so annoying, but we love it so much. Right? And I was like, okay, <laughs> this is, he's playing it nice. Ask me a couple of questions about myself, like who I am and, and my background and stuff like that. And then, you know, I asked him who he was and he responded in kind. Um, so we bantered back and forth a, a bit and I asked him, you know, like, are you a full-time dom? He said, unfortunately, not anymore. He had to take a break because, you know, he has, um, he had to take on full-time single dad responsibilities. Okay. So I was like, okay, all right. I like that. Right. Um, very admirable. I love right. that. 
so we again we chatted a bit on tuesday and then on wednesday morning for whatever reason we we got talking about movies and he said one of his favorite movies is american psycho with Christian oh Bale. yes that's right. a great movie it's a great movie so I said to him like that's one of my favorite too he's like oh we should have a movie date and I said okay well you know this is something that we're gonna do in person or virtual he's like we can start off virtual for now Oh, so he he has plans for you, ma'am. <laughs> Listen to me. Plans, so, plans. So I said to him, are you busy right now? And he said, no one. I said, can I video chat you? Oh, I love how fast this is moving because you both seem like you already know what you want out of this situation. And there's you're not putting any fluff in the middle. I like that. Like you're being able to get straight yes. to the point. Yeah. ASAP. Nobody has three weeks to figure one thing no. out. <laughs> listen, but listen, this is what fucked me up. I was expecting that we were going to video chat in the DM. No, no. He sent me his number. Oh. He says, add me to WhatsApp so we can video chat there. Even better. So he doesn't ask me for my number. He gives me his, which forces me to give him mine because there has to be an exchange of numbers in order exactly. for me to WhatsApp. So I said to him, it's really interesting that you circumnavigated asking me for my number. He's like, I like that you pay attention. I said, okay, so what? I can't video call you here. He's like, if you try to video call me here, I'm not going to answer. I gave you an instruction. I gave you my number. Ooh. Add me to WhatsApp. <laughs> if you, right. If you want to video chat me, video chat with me there. So I was like, fuck. <laughs> oh my goodness. So I would have been like, like, so what do I do? What do I yeah, do? That's what I was sitting there. I was like, okay, like. I don't really know what he looks like. What if this doesn't end up being like, a, so I was like, okay, you know what, Jones? Put on your big girl panties, add that man's number. Yes. And I was very pleasantly <laughs> surprised. So how does he look? Ball head. Your voice gave it away. <laughs> uh, ball head, chocolate complexion, um, like a slim, thick, muscular type Ooh, of build. Oh, we love that build. <laughs> salt, and, salt and pepper goatee with the mustache <gasps> attached. Oh, full lips, girl. I was like, so I was smiling and <laughs> <laughs> giddy as can be, giddy as can be. <laughs> so <clears throat> we we talked for probably about an hour, and then he's like, "Are you ready for us to do like our movie date?" <clears throat> Excuse me. He's like, "I have the movie queued." So I said, "Okay, fine, no problem." So on our respective ends, we watched American Psycho together. This was our first date, a virtual date. And we had known How each other. How adorable is right, this? For, for three days at this point. So then, okay, like everything is going good. Um, you know, we go through our day. So now this brings us to Thursday. Okay. So, you know, we kind of go through the day uh, chit-chatting and, and that kind of thing. Um, and then he sends me a message. Um, no, sorry, he called me. But I was, okay. I had taken a nap, so I missed his call. So when I woke up, I, I messaged him and he's like, oh, I was, and I was inviting you to come for a walk for me. And I said, so you're ready for us to meet already? He's like, why not? I was like, well, I didn't really have a good answer. So he's right. like, well, what are you doing tonight? And I said, I'm, I have a recording, but other than that, I'm not really doing anything. He's like, you should come see me so we can watch a movie together. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, but I like it straight to, and I get it, especially like in the world. I just feel like things are better in Canada, but I'm not going to go into that whole thing. <laughs> so, because I'm 
like, you know how it is, but I'm like, maybe that's just how we are here. Like, we're just like, you know, let's wait a week. But I'm like, you can find somebody else in a week, especially in the world of dating apps and social media. Absolutely. And so I was like, okay, sure. Um, It's going to be a little bit late. He's like, you know, that's fine. Um, So I did my recording. Uh, I didn't get completed until like maybe 11 o'clock. Okay. And so I go and I take a shower and I'm getting ready. And, and so let me back up for a moment. So in the conversation that he had, he and I had in the first couple of days, what he said to me was, you, you need to be punished. I was like, excuse me, why? Oh, yes. Right. For all, he's like, for all the seductive transgressions that you've made against my gender. (gasps) I said, pardon me. He's like, I see the way that you are. He's like, you think you could be that fucking pretty and be out here teasing all these men like this <laughs> and think that there's not going to be some kind of repercussion at some point in your life? I was like, um. <laughs> <laughs> this is not even my life. I'm just over here speechless. Like, am I, I supposed like, to talk so, now? Right. And, and I said to him, so you're, you're punishing me for my existence? He's like, no, I'm, I'm punishing you because of the way that you provoke my gender. And I know that there are a lot of weak men out there. So I need to help you correct your behavior. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so I forgot that detail. So that's really important to remember. That was a very important detail. <laughs> so, so <clears throat> excuse me. So it takes me maybe 45 minutes to figure out what I'm going to wear. Because in my mind, I'm like, if I wear a dress, he's going to say that I'm provoking him. Yes, if he I is. Wear, right? If I wear track pants. I'm provo- Man, if I if I came in a potato sack, <laughs> I could have in a paper bag. It, it, it was like, no, take, right. no, wrong outfit. What? Right. And so I opted for loose fitting track pants, a cut off, a, a shoulder, a t-shirt that's cut off. And I didn't wear a bra because anybody who knows me knows I've worn a bra maybe three times this whole since the pandemic started. <laughs> I, just don't, I don't love that, right? Right. And I said to myself, maybe you should put one on, but I'm like, I don't want to feel like I'm being held hostage right my clothes and be uncomfortable so i opted to not wear a bra and who told me to fucking do that (laughs) so i call him at midnight and i said i'm like i'm on my way and he's like oh i thought maybe you weren't gonna bother to come again i said honestly it took me almost an hour to figure out what to wear that would exact the least amount of punishment from you because i realized whatever i put on it's going to be a problem so there was a lose he knew that he knew exactly what he was doing he did So he sends me his address. I get to his place. He comes downstairs. um, And so I'm outside in in my truck smoking to kind of calm my nerves before he comes downstairs. (laughs) So we go to underground parking. He doesn't say anything to me. Like he greets me. He says, hello. Um, When we're in the elevator, like he he comes very close to me. I'm standing on the side where the buttons are. And you know, you feel someone, the intensity of someone's energy. Yes. I thought my knees were going to buckle in the fucking elevator. I just had to, I backed up from him and hugged the wall. (laughs) Oh my goodness. When I tell you, I don't know what floor we went to. I don't know the, the, the number on his, I don't know nothing because yeah, normally I pay attention to all of those kind of things. Yeah. I did. I, I can't tell you nothing. Oh my goodness. So we get inside like his condo. He takes my sweater. He hangs it up. I take my shoes off um, and he has the most amazing view. So I'm oh. standing, I, I walk immediately to the window. I'm looking out at the view in the night, in the nighttime with all the lights and everything. And he comes behind me. <laughs> oh no! And I, I sidestepped him and kind of like shuffled away like a turtle to the side. 
And so now I'm freaking out and I'm saying to myself, like, AJ, do you know you're in this man's house? And you yes, are now with this man's Right. Did it, it occur to you once you were in this space? Once I was in the space because I was beating my chest and feeling all kinds of confident before I got there. And now, bitch, I'm in this man's house <laughs> at his mercy. And there's nothing I can do. So I'm trying to play it easy and cool. He's like, you know, would you like a drink? I'm like, you know, just some water. He And he's like a, a full bar. So he's like, you don't want a shot of something? He's like, a shot something? or something? A full right. bar? I would have been like, please, right. Jameson, Hennessy, like yeah, anything well, brown. He has tequila, <laughs> right? So um, he had like a bottle of tequila, gold something or other or other. So he's okay. like, well, would you like a shot of tequila? So I was like, I can do some tequila. So he pours me a shot and I asked him for like a little bit of salt. I put it on my hand. And of course, because I licked my hand, he looks at me. <laughs> And in my mind, I'm like, Jones, you're adding fuel to the fire. This man is going to beat your ass. So <laughs> I take the shot. He has a shot of Hennessy. He pours me a second shot. I take the shot. He has another shot of Hennessy. And okay. Like, Good. Now that we're comfortable, he unzips his sweater, takes it off, and steps towards me and opens his arms. Oh. He's like, now, now I'm going to hug you. Oh, yes. And the, the way this man embraced me, Kiki, I couldn't hug him back. I, no. You, I literally, I stood there. You just standing there like, I'm like right I'm out. feeling this man's energy go through my body and I'm standing there with my arms up like I'm being held hostage while he's embracing me with oh the length goodness. of his body. I can see you just standing there with your arms to your side like... <laughs> What do I do now? <laughs> Thank you for the hug, but what is next? What's next? <laughs> so we're sitting in the living room. We're chit-chatting. You know, he's he's building a couple of spliffs. I'm smoking. We're, yes. we're talking. He's like, okay, so let's go into the den. So I was like, okay. Um, so we get up, we go into the den, and we're sitting down um, talking. You know, maybe 20 minutes or so goes by. And he's he stands up, and he's like, come here for a moment. So I get up. He says, turn around. And I do. And I'm just waiting. I'm standing there. And he puts a blindfold on me. Oh. And so it begins. Oh, you started. You started with. The, oh. Yeah. I thought so you used to be a started blindfolded. I'm like, man, oh, okay, this is oh, where we're going tonight. Man. Got it. <laughs> so he puts my arms up in the air. He takes my top off. And he's massaging my breasts and massaging my nipples. And I'm turning into a fucking puddle. <laughs> and then. Um, he puts my arms down, and then the next thing I know, I'm being soft cuffed. Oh, yeah. So he cuffs oh. my he cuffs my left hand first. He goes to bring my arms behind my back, but I told him like I've had a recent injury on my shoulder, mm, so yes. my arms can't stay behind my back for too long. He's like, "You're so fucking lucky." <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So he cuffs my hands in front of me. Then the next thing I feel, my track pants are being pulled down. <gasps> And my panties are being pulled to the side and he's massaging my pussy. Oh my God. Oh my God. Now you remember, I'm in this, this is the first time we're meeting. I'm blindfolded in this man's house. (laughs) And his hand is on your pussy. (laughs) And I'm trying not to make any, and so he grabs me by the throat and he says, don't make any fucking noise. (gasps) (laughs) So then he stops what he's doing and I'm standing there. And now mind you, I have a blindfold on, so I don't know where he is and I can't see him. And the TV is playing in the background. So it's not even like I can kind of focus in on his movements. So I I hear him kind of shuffling about a bit. Um, He leaves the room, he comes back in and then he, he grabs, not grabs me like aggressively, but like holds me and and moves me sideways. 
Okay. And then guides me to kneel down. So he's put these <gasps> these cushioned square blocks on the floor in front of the couch. A considerate dog. Right. And has me <laughs> has me kneel down. And he says to me, don't move. So oh, because I'm an asshole me. and I don't like to listen, I move. <laughs> and the next thing I feel whap <gasps> on my ass. What? And I stayed very still. Yes, you did. <laughs> I did. And then he says to me, you think you could be that fucking seductive and be seducing men on Instagram like the way that you are and think you're going to come here and not get punished? Oh, my God. <laughs> I will say for the subsequent four hours after that, I was spanked. I was flogged. <sighs> I was, we did breath play, um, straight, I got fucked 20 different ways from Sunday. <laughs> I sucked this man's cock and he told me not to call it a dick because what I was getting was cock. He was very, oh. very specific. So much so that when I was on my knees in front of him, I couldn't take it anymore. I needed to see what it looked like. And I asked him. Can I take my blindfold off? And I thought he said yes, because that's what I wanted the answer to be, yes, but he did exactly. it. I took, I took it off anyway. And then I got punished. <laughs> How did he punish you? He bent over and he he spanked me. One <gasps> like oh, cheek, 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 just one right after the other, right after the, until I was whimpering. And then he stopped. Oh, he is awesome. Already, and, this is your first time first time kiki when i tell you this man had a fucking dick to be worshipped like i because the thing is when he came up behind me when we were in the living room and i was looking out the window when he brushed against me i was like it didn't really feel impressive but i know that that <laughs> man i underestimated this man when i saw it i looked at him and i said may i continue sucking your cock sir Oh, and he said, you yes, you may. Two peats in a pod already. Of a just craziness. And he's looking down at me and he's biting his bottom lip. He has a spliff hanging out one side and he says, yes, you may. And I went berserk. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, too? In my mind, I'm thinking to myself, because I'm unruly and I have switched yes. tendencies. I'm saying to myself, as much as you are in control in this moment, I'm not letting you have all the control. I'm going to fuck up your head so you remember this and 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 you're going to have no choice but to send for me. Oh, I like that energy. Right. Because he said to me, like, you know, his his playtime is usually Monday to Friday because um, he has his daughter on the weekend. So he tries not to, you know, fool around. Which is completely her. understandable. Yeah. Right. So I was like, oh, totally, I re completely respect that. Right. But like I said, we we went round. This man, this man fucked me on the cushions. He fucked me on the couch. He fucked me on the floor. Like the amount of bitches and whores and dirty <gasps> little girl that this man called me. Oh my! He does everything. He really, really did. At one point, I did something that he didn't like, and he grabbed me by my throat <gasps> and looked at me. And he said, I beg your pardon? No, I oh said my God. something. Yeah, I responded in a way that I wasn't supposed He said, I beg your pardon. He says, it sounds like you have a bit of an attitude right now. Oh. Yeah. And I looked at him and I said, no, sir. 
He's like, you sure? And I said, no, sir. (laughs) This is like a novel. (laughs) It was just crazy. It was just crazy. So I think it's a couple of things for him too, with where I'm concerned, not just like, you know, seeing me physically, Mm -hmm. but he has an acronym that he goes by. And for whatever, it's a, it's a four letter acronym. And when I guessed, when I guessed what it was, he's like, you know, like, just take a guess. He's like, no one's ever been able to guess it. I guessed correctly the last two (gasps) letters. Really? Yeah. He looked at me and he's like, I've never met anyone who's been able. He's like, you're, you're different. You're special. And I was like, yeah, it's just because you don't know. But (laughs) (laughs) so interestingly enough, um, like I said, I didn't get home until 730 this morning. And um, and I understand why. <laughs> yeah, it was it was just absolutely crazy. Um, I didn't get home until seven thirty this morning. Then sometime in the early afternoon, he messaged me. He's like, um, "I'm I'm going to see you at some point this weekend. I'm going to see you." That's Ooh, not a request. Okay. Oh. <laughs> but you remember what I said about family time and that he does. So I'm I I feel like I've done my part in getting under his skin. You absolutely have. Right. For me for him to make the request for me to come see him this weekend, given what he said about, you know, the weekends. Yes. And oh yeah. This could be the start (sighs) of something really fun. (laughs) So this is this is my thing though, right? Mm-hmm. My day-to-day self, he is going to look at everything that I post and <laughs> consider everything that I post and and dis- determine punishment. You're going to be punished for no reason. For no reason. Because I breathe. Because I... So the picture that I posted today, he commented under the picture and he said, behave. That's oh. all he said. Oh. <laughs> He's going to message you and be like... I felt you about to, you were about to type a caption, punished. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't know. The picture's not even posted yet. He said, I see, I can feel the caption happening. No. <laughs> you know what I, so you know what's going to happen now? I'm going to be able to like post my eyes and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> because if I smile, it's going to be a problem. If I, if I, if I show my body like the way that I like to, it's going to be a problem. <laughs> if I, if I laugh too much and show my teeth, it's going to be like, ah, boy. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So he just he just wants a reason. Oh sadist. You just want right. a reason to punish. Just punish me for no. But then the other thing too, like, you know, he said to me, like, he's like, you really like to fuck. And I'm like, I do. Like I'm yes. I'm too old to try to, to pretend with people that I don't or like to try to be like coy about it and all that kind of stuff. Like I, I enjoy fucking. I enjoy, yes. like so like you know, <laughs> like I, I'm with you. <laughs> like if if you're if you're like I said with him being, I, I accepted the the role of him being in control, but yes. I also knew that I needed to give him something that he had never had before, yeah, so that he could be more upset about the fact that I was fucking him. And and that's the thing. So when I I'm, I'm deciding now as a Jamaican woman to fling back some pum pum on him <laughs> while he's fucking me, he's gonna be mad at me because I'm fucking him good. Could you imagine? Yes, that's what Sadists do. Absolutely, I sure can. I didn't do anything but do kegels this morning. And now all of a sudden, it's my fault. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, 
I'm quinting on your dick, which should yes! be a good thing, but you're mad at me because I'm pra- I practice my <laughs> and have good control of my muscles. You're going to be mad at me for that? Like, for real? Yes, he is. And, and every time I squeezed around him, he's like, you dirty fucking bitch. Oh. And that made, you know, that sends me into overlooks. So yes. I like hearing that. So then that makes me want to do it more. You know what I mean? And then he gets mad because he has to ease back so that he doesn't come. Yes. <laughs> And then it's punishment all over again because I've made him have to stop or made him have to slow. Like, man, it's a win-win, lose-lose fucking yes. situation. Everything like, will be everything. your fault. It's all my fault. It's like, all my fault. And he, it was girthy. It was long. And <gasps> it was fucking curved up. Oh, the devil. <laughs> that is devil dick. Is he a Gemini by any chance? He's, he's a Leo. Close, Close he's enough. A Leo. <laughs> he's a, right? Right? <laughs> close enough yeah yeah so that's that's my um (laughs) that's what i was like saying this recording came at the the greatest time because i i mean obviously we didn't know that this was gonna happen no (laughs) here we are here we are we met four days ago that is insane i want a story like that one day (laughs) like i really do Because they always turn out to be some of the best situations. Like, Mm -hmm. no matter how the dynamic goes or where it goes, it's going to go somewhere great. Like, yes. uh, I'm so happy and excited for you at the same time. (laughs) I'm actually scared for my second meet with him because I feel like, yeah, there's, yeah. But he's, he's very, he's very skilled at what he does. And yeah, he's, I haven't come across that in a, in a long time other than, um, um, Mr. Hyde, the voice. Yes. Yes. Mr. Hyde was my last experience with that type of intense Dom energy. Have you Um, talked to Mr. Hyde? I, he messaged me on mother's day to wish me a happy mother's day. Um, but we haven't, things have kind of died down. Um, Every now and again, he'll message to say, you know, that he misses me and all that kind of stuff, which is interesting. But we haven't we haven't reconnected in a very long time. Okay. So, all okay. right. Well, I mean, he he exists, so he does. He hi, Mister Hyde, if you hear yes. this. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's my that's my wondrous story of. Uh, so that was know. what you did. The last freaky thing you did was yes, less than twenty four hours ago. I am so hours. here. I stand. I'm so here for it. <laughs> Because when I threw that question in there, I'm like, I don't know what it's going to be. I'm like, but I just want to hear the story because I'm nosy and I know my listeners, they love all the kinky and freaky tea as well. So yeah, this this was so good. (laughs) We have to jump straight to that. Like everything else we could talk about in a moment. We need to hear this story. (laughs) But like I said, when he came at me with the he's punishing me on behalf of his gender. And he explained it to me like, you know, so even when I, when I was leaving it, when I got there and he was looking at me, like I said, I dressed really casually and he's like, you know, you like, he's like, look at you kind of thing. And it's like, you know, you're, you're out here doing these things to these men. And I'm like, I ain't doing a fucking thing. (laughs) I'm existing. I exist. That's it. And he's like, no, you know exactly what you're doing from the pictures that you post and the things that you talk about on your podcast. I'm like, but that's, I'm not, a sexual content creator. Exactly. Like, what am I supposed to do? You know what I mean? That's like, the dress title. Like I'm going to church all the time. Right. Oh, sir. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, yeah, he's, yeah. Okay. All right. 
I'm well. Thank you for sharing that with me. Oh, I'm pretty pleasure. sure my listen. I can't wait. The I feel like the DMs I'm gonna get is like, oh my god. I can I can see the DMs now, especially yeah. from women who are very like minded like us, and they also like and crave those same exact things. So yes, I cannot wait. Okay, Whew. all right. <laughs> <laughs> I need that energy in my life. I'm just gonna put it out there. <laughs> I I will channel it out into the universe yes. for you and hope that it comes that it it finds its way to you. Because yes, yeah. I am in New York. Find your way, <laughs> find your way to Queens. <laughs> oh goodness. Oh my goodness. Okay, so now. We're not getting serious at all. I feel like these are questions that are catered specific, uh, specifically for you. Yes. Just me knowing you as a person and knowing what you do on social media and the things that you promote on social media. So I'm going to ask you a few questions. And I also have a little bit of a segment about a kink that I only know that you like. And I feel like you probably <laughs> know what I'm talking about. But yes, we'll get there. So I want to ask, who is AJ Badass Jones? Oh my goodness me. Well, apparently I'm out here provoking. (laughs) (laughs) Unnecessarily. His gender. His gender, right. He didn't even say, he didn't even say men. It was his gender. Um, um, Who am I? I'm, I'm a provocateur. I am, um, I feel honestly, it's, it's a really weird thing. Like I've, I've come to accept that I am. I'm a catalyst for people's sexual experiences. I feel oh. like, yeah, I feel like- I should, love that. Yeah. I feel like people people who come in contact with me, whether it's through social media or in real life, feel more encouraged and comfortable to explore their own sexuality and, and tackle pieces of themselves that they were maybe concerned or scared or felt judged about before. Right. Um, because you know me, like I, I talk openly and freely about my own experiences, yes. about, you know, if anybody, anyone has like a question that they want to know about whatever it is, you know, I, I try to give people, um, a vantage point from my own personal experiences so that they know that they're not alone and the things that they feel, the things that they desire, the things that they want to experience are not, um, that they're not out there by themselves or they're not kind of like just floating in the wind where no one else understands what it is that they want. Um, I've had people message me and say, you know, thank you for, you know, whatever it is, a video, a, 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 a an audio clip, whatever it is, it mm-hmm. helped them get over a hurdle with the person that they're with so oh. that they were able, yeah, to either have a conversation about their sexual desires, to go ahead and, and, and experience some of their, or try out some of their sexual desires, or just even be able to do some more research into things that they thought that they may have liked, but they weren't sure exactly what that thing was. Okay. Um, yeah. Whether it's on a personal level, just in terms of masturbation or it's with someone else or a couple. Um, yeah. So I, I feel like I'm a catalyst to, to help people experience that deeper sexual side of, of themselves. Um, I definitely, I feel like I am, I have like a teacher spirit, but not in a formal type of way. Okay. Um, just through my own experiences, through laughter, through my positive energy, through my loving and sexual energy. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a whole bunch of other things. Yes. I'm an entrepreneur. I am. I own my own uh, fashion line and things like that. I, I don't know. I feel like those things are more relevant to like this, the past 
10 or 15 years of my life yeah. as opposed to who I am now. Um, but I'm just a, a very laid back, easygoing, 420 friendly, yes. love a wig, love my long nails, <laughs> like to cuss, fuck is my favorite word, <laughs> like to laugh and, 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 you know, love upon the people who I love and yeah, that's me in a nutshell. That really is you in a nutshell. I'm just thinking like, <laughs> she summed herself up so well. <laughs> I spent a lot of time in my body getting familiar with myself. Yes. <laughs> So you said that you you consider yourself a teacher, but not in the traditional sense. And I yeah. see that you are in the works of becoming yes. a pleasure coach and a I sexologist. Am. Congratulations. So Yay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the end goal is to be um, a love coach, a master sexpert, and sexologist, I believe, are, are the three um, the three certifications. So I'm really excited about that. And it's, it's interesting for me because, like I said, my my the bulk of my um, experience and, and the bulk of my career history has been in social work and fashion. Right. Um, I've always been a sexual person. I've been a dirty girl since I was like 10. Um, <laughs> yeah. The first time I licked a penis, I was like 10 years old. I remember, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the story. I remember the story. Yeah. And, um, but I'm, I'm, I feel, um, I feel good about this this phase of my life. Like my children are adults, um, and just even even in being able to have open and free conversation with them where they are in their lives is right now. Yes, it's 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 just been a very it's been a rewarding part of the journey for me getting to this place. And I feel like um, you know furthering my education in terms of being a, becoming a love coach and a sex bird and all that kind of stuff, not only will help me, um, but the people that I engage with on a, on, a, on a regular basis will definitely help me with helping them to further their own desires. This is so awesome. This is definitely your path. Yay, I know. It's yes, perfect. it's really perfect <laughs> for you because I feel like you're the type of person that you could put on like a sexual, whether it be a podcast, whether it be a panel or show like YouTube show, actual like CNN, I feel like you'd be the person that would kind of be like a gateway into yes. like media and because you have the personality obviously for it, okay. you can talk to anyone. <laughs> and like, I just, I can see that for you and having the knowledge to back like the personality yes. on top of the experience. That's perfect. I, I always like, you know, like I said, with, with having worked in social work and doing counseling and therapy for 20 some odd years. Um, I, that's something that I've always been passionate about is, is the therapy component of it. But I didn't want, you know, this part of it to be um, so clinical. And so this completely, yeah, this completely fits with my, with my. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. Does. I, I see you doing this. I can see it being like you wanting to genuinely help people, but I can also yes. see it being like a means to a new stage or a new chapter yes. in life. Yes. Which makes it even better. Yes. Oh my God, I'm so, so excited for you. Like, <laughs> yeah, like AJ, what do you think about this? Or AJ, can I get your advice? I'm like, yes. Uh, so, you know. <laughs> like you, you actually can. Like legally, yes. I can give it to you. Yes. You can go out into the world and utilize it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I'm excited about being able to do like um, training courses and, and like couple courses. And, and it's funny because I remember... Um, you know, from the, the podcast before that won't be named and the person that won't be named. Yes. But I remember when we did a, an event and I did like a dildo demonstration, like on giving head mm -hmm. and 
people they requested for me to do like a second time within that sort of set and everybody's like you need to teach a class you should do master classes i i would love to that's definitely one of the goals and like i said even with the dom from from yesterday you know the way that i was giving him head mm-hmm. the, the fact that he was cussing me under his breath <laughs> <laughs> you know lets you know that you're you're doing something you, you know a little something about pleasure <laughs> A little something, something, just a little something, something. So, you know, I, I want to help impart that wisdom um, on the world. Um, I made a custom video for a couple doing a, a head demonstration. Really? And I did. Oh, man, that's a whole other conversation you and I have to have. <laughs> but I did. Okay. I, did a custom, I did a custom video um, giving head. Wow. Yeah. A few days later, later the, the gentleman messaged me and he's like, thank you. He's like, that, you don't know how much that helped. And it it allowed her to relax enough. Yes. Right. And he's like, it was, it was encouraging. Like he's like, it was great. Like we're going to use this as a regular tool in our, our uh, interactions. I was like, I'm, I was pleased. Like, you know, like, what do you say? Like, I was, you know what I mean? Like I was super happy and I was super flattered and I, I just didn't know how to respond to it. But I was like, you know, you're so very welcome. I'm, I'm glad that it helped. He's like, you have no idea. <laughs> so I was like, that is so good. Yeah. Like, I just, I, I love couples who maybe, well, not like, I don't want you to be struggling, but the fact that it, right. I know a couple who may be struggling like sexually and, you know, that department in their marriage yes. and they're willing to work on it together. Yes. That's what I love. I love that effort because you don't want your spouse to step out on you because their sexual needs aren't being met versus being able to be comfortable with each other and talk about it and say, Hey, this is what I need. What do you need? What can we learn in like in the action of actually doing whatever it is that we have issues with? That's awesome. But I also think too, that, you know, being people of color. Yes. And black people, there's like this, especially black women. Right. There's like this limitation <laughs> that we set on ourselves. And I'm saying to myself, like, you have your good up, good up man, your good up, good up husband. Mm-hmm. Tell me why you're not sucking his dick like a whore whenever you can. Like consistently. Consistently. Because the thing, men are really simple. They're really, oh, God, really simple. I know. <laughs> fuck them, fuck them, feed them, suck their dick. Don't nag them too much. And they all Just- say the same thing. They do. They really do. And it sucks because I included, we never listen. (laughs) No, but that's what I'm saying. As much as I'm saying it right now, put me in a relationship and my ears are hard as exactly. I'm not listening to nobody. You understand what I said? He's telling you what? I don't hear it. I don't hear what he said that he needed. I don't know. And then he'd be like, like, you do this for a living. What do you mean you don't hear it? Hey, hey, hey. Don't marry those two things. Those two things are not synonymous. Exactly. Right. But to be able as a black woman to make that type of video to help a black couple bridge the gap of their sexual experiences and to use it as a teaching tool so that they have a better sexual yes, experience. Yes, because they can only go I'm, up from here. Exactly. I'm all for it. That I'm is so it. awesome. Yeah. So I love that. I'm looking forward to doing more of that kind of stuff. I am <laughs> so excited. I am rooting for you, of course. I'm so excited. I love um, you. Thank you. I'm at the finish line. Like... I can't wait. Yeah. It's going to be so good. Like I, I see the sexual, like legally being able to give the advice. Mm-hmm. I see it coming on the podcast. That's going to be fantastic. Yes. <laughs> okay. So clearly we've talked 
about kink and BDSM the first 30 minutes. It's fine. It's perfectly fine. (laughs) (laughs) But I do want to ask you, when did you realize you were into kink, fetishes, BDSM? Like how old were you and what was the, the tipping point that kind of sent you in that direction? Um, I was in my mid to late twenties. Same. (laughs) So for me, it was more so, um, I think at that point I I hadn't recognized my, um, my switch personality. I think at that point I was still more in a alpha female dominant mindset. And the man that I was with, um, I would do um, like punish and reward sessions with him. Okay. So I remember, um, I think you and I talked about this. I remember doing a session with him where, you know, like he had wanted me to give him head. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, I have no problem with that. So I had him. So my couch, uh, my couch backed, the couch was against the wall. So I had him sit on the back of the couch so that his back was resting against the wall. And I gave him a book. And he said, what is this for? And I said, oh. you're going to read, you're going to read to me. And every time you stop, I'm going to stop sucking your dick. I love this. He I take me notes. Like, right? He looks at me like, the fuck? <laughs> so I said, are you ready to start? He's like, why can't you just suck my dick? And I said, I, this is the negotiation. So either you're going to read to me and I suck your dick or I'm just not going to suck your dick. Oh, so he's like, okay, fine. So of course, you know, I kneel in front of him on the couch. He's sitting with his back. I want him to be comfortable. Okay. <laughs> and he starts reciting poetry to me, erotica. Ooh. And so he starts to read and I'm sucking his dick and, and he, so somewhere between the sensation of what it is that I'm doing to him and him reading, he's getting more excited. So he's reading with emphasis. Oh, you know and I mean? like and breathy inflict. with right. desire and lust. Right. <laughs> and then he gets to a point where like I, something triggers in his brain and he stops reading. So I stop. And he looks at me and his body is shaking. Oh my goodness. And I'm, and I'm staring back at him. I don't say anything. I'm staring dead in his face. Because you stopped reading. So exactly. I stopped talking. Right. So he looks at me, looks down at the book, looks back at me, and I'm still staring at him. And he continues to read. And I go back to sucking his dick. (laughs) I love this concept. I must try this. Because I'm like, you know, you're getting what you need. I would like to hear something read to me. I want to be mentally stimulated and, and aroused. You don't need to touch me. You don't need to do anything to me. All I'm asking you to do is focus and read. And then he stops a second time. He's like, how am I supposed to continue reading while you're sucking my dick the way that you're sucking? And I looked at him I'm like, are you not enjoying it? He's like, I am, but I can't focus. I said, well, you need to figure out a way. Yes. If you plan on finishing. I think that's probably one of the hardest times that he's ever, like the hardest comes he i don't even know how to say this properly (laughs) yeah that's the hardest one of the times that he's ever come so hard was from that session because of the build-up because every time he stopped i stopped and it it kind of like died down and so you build him right back up. yes right but the time that man came he had to lay down on the couch and i just sat there laughing at him (laughs) so was he into like how did he feel about the laughing? Like, did you laugh in like the humiliation type laugh or was it just like you were just tickled because? Oh, I was, ab- yeah, just in that I was absolutely tickled and knew that, you know what I mean? Like I had him. 
and there was nothing he could do about it. Oh, I know they're like, you witch. He's like, he's like, you're, you know, you're wicked. Right. And I said, okay. And I like, I don't know what, like, you want what am I supposed to say? Like, right. okay. And <laughs> there was another time where I did, um, uh, just, I don't know, like dick punishment, dick torture. You did so, like the, the ball and cock torture. I think it's called BCT. Oh no. This was with a ruler. Oh, how did that go? So I had him comp- like stripped down. So this was here in my basement. I had a like a, a spare bedroom. So I had him stripped down and um, he was standing in front of the bed. And I stroked him until his dick was completely hard. And then I held the head of his dick and squeezed. And I used a ruler and beat along the length of his dick to the tip, counting to 10. Not me counting to 10, making him count to 10. Oh, wow. Okay, I have to ask. Yes. Was he black or white? He's black. <gasps> even yeah. better. Again, and because I just want people, even... black people to embrace. Well, hold on. A Jamaican man. And, really? And Jamaican, yeah, Jamaican men, like these kind of Jamaican men, they're not really into the whole BDSM. They're not into pussy eating. They're not. I used to sit on this man's face to the point of suffocation and he would let me. Really? You know what? There are currently two Jamaican men in my house right now. (laughs) But let me clarify, they are not for me. I live with one and one is the boyfriend of my other roommate. So is he, are either of them kinky? Mm, One is, one I haven't really talked to in that realm yet. Okay. So I'm not necessarily sure, but um, people want to have like an episode with me and my roommates for some reason. When I just like, I put it out there to see like, who Mm -hmm. do y'all want to hear from? Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking of getting like all of us together because it's it's four of us who live here. It's three upstairs and it's like an apartment downstairs. Yeah. And it's three girls and one guy. And then, um, my roommate Selena downstairs, she has a boyfriend. So I'm thinking about getting all of us together to you just like to. discuss like all different mm-hmm. types of variations of like sex. And all of us um, are in our, I'm, I think I'm the baby of the bunch. So it's like early 30s to early 40s. Oh, you definitely. So we have a that. good range. Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then too, with the cultural dynamics, like that would be a really interesting yes. conversation. And that's really why I want to do it because I'm like, that's going to be a great episode. I'm like, yes. people want to hear it. I definitely want to record it. So I just, I'll have to definitely, it'll have to be a time where I know all of us can get together because our schedules differ so much. Yes. But it'll definitely be like a time where we can all get together and we can just like shoot the shit and talk about different things. Kinky, non-kinky, sexual, non-sexual. So I think it's going to be fun. Oh, I like that. I yeah. I like that a lot. It's one of the, I have a lot of episodes planned. <laughs> That's a good thing. There's it's a so many. Yeah, it's, We've been missing you. We've been I missing know. you. <laughs> I, oh, I guess I should have talked about that in my week, but I am on hiatus. Everybody knows. Yes. Um, but recording, getting my stuff together, getting my mind together. So you guys will hear these episodes eventually. That's okay. <laughs> Just won't be in May. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll be soon. <laughs> That's too funny. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think for myself, um, my own personal experiences with me being a submissive mm-hmm. um, happen around that same time. For, and it's really interesting because I remember the man and I remember his name and I've been trying to find him for like the past couple of years just to even really? sort of Yeah. But he was a full on dumb. <gasps> 
Was he sadistic? He was. I love a sadistic Dom. (laughs) And it's crazy because he owned, um, he owns a trucking company. And my first experience, like we hung out a couple of times before, you know, he started to sort of, um, I don't want to say groom, but just kind of open up my, my mind to being a submissive as opposed to being dominant. And I remember he invited me to the yard one day and he has, um, uh, like the, oh my goodness me, the, the, the front end that pulls the trailers, Mm -hmm. what the hell is called, but he had a full size one and he was six foot four. So he could stand up inside of it and his head doesn't touch the ceiling. Just to give you an idea of how Mm -hmm. big it is. It had a double bed inside of it. It had a stove. Like a oh, stove. yeah, it was big. Like the cab was huge, and that was my first experience. I had no idea they were that big. It's like, a, but it's I've like never a, been in one, so I'm just like, they look big from the highway. <laughs> they're huge inside. They are humongous inside. And as I said, he's six foot four. He was able to stand up and his head not touch the ceiling. And my first experience with him. Um, he handcuffed me to railings that were inside oh. the cab. He had them custom built. Oh, I bet he did. And- <laughs> <laughs> I bet he did. He had a whole, a whole bag of tricks. And, you know, um, again, with the blindfold, it was like a lot of nipple play, um, you know, like the pinching, the pulling, the slapping of the breasts. And then he had a, a wand that he used on me simultaneously. Really? And yeah. For me to try to continue to stand while my hands were handcuffed to these railings, I was a fucking mess by the time he was done. I'm sure. I was <laughs> a puddle. I like was that. literally, <laughs> literally and figuratively just running down my legs. Wow. Yeah. And oh, like I said, for the past couple of years, I've been looking for him. They really are. <laughs> They really, really are. Yeah. 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 I hope you find him. Yeah. I've been Googling his name in in the different ways that I can think that it would have been spelled Mm -hmm. because it's pretty straightforward. Um, His first name is Steven. Okay. So I'm thinking like with the PH, with the EV. Or the EV, exactly. And I just, yeah. He's off the grid, off the radar. I don't know if he's hmm. dead in a ditch somewhere. Oh no! <laughs> but it's it's been um, like almost two decades since I've seen him. Wow. Yeah, I don't even remember why we lost contact, but we we just yeah we just did. But he was he was an amazing. amazing is he in guy. Canada or is he, he in? Is. Oh, he no, is. No, he's here. Yeah. Unless unless he's moved because of his business, but he's 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 here. Yeah, he has. Man, when we stop talking, I'm gonna have to go look for him again. (laughs) (laughs) If I ever found him and say, "Hey, look what I've learned," right? (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Right. Thanks. You're great. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and that's the thing. I feel like I wanted to to talk to him to say, like, look how far I've come. Like, yes, you know, my sessions with you. Look how far I've come. But at that time, um, again, because like in, in, in Canada, um, the BDSM scene, it's 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 mostly white people. So, well, not in New York, the same in North Carolina, like completely right. white people and maybe right. like a so, sprinkle of black. And they don't even want to let you into the community as a whole because they want it to be white. BDSM. Right. And even the ones that are a sprinkle of black, like their partners usually aren't black. They're usually white. Right. <laughs> so, so you have like, a pass to get in. Yeah, so it's like, I don't want to come in here and mash up everybody's dollhouse. You know what I mean? So Wait, but and, even in Toronto is? Yes. It just, it 
you know, even when I think about like the sex shows and, and things that I've been to here, you don't really see, like if, if you look at the, 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 the breakdown of it, I would say maybe 15, 20% of the population are people of color or black people. Mm -hmm. Um, I, you know, I've, I've met a gentleman years ago who was into the lifestyle and he actually introduced me more so, but even like with the underground scene, it's still primarily white people. And even the people that he engaged with, like I've, I've been to cuckold sessions with him, um, because he, he would have me as his handler so that people wouldn't really know that business was going through him. So like, I was like the face of who he was. Right. And so he'd be like, you know, there's a lifestyle party, there's a mansion party, there's a this party, there's a that party. And I would come in the capacity of being Miss Jones. And that's how everyone knew me. Oh. But really and truly, yeah, like I was, I was, um, yeah, I, I was his handler, but not his handler. But, you know, through him, I, I really realized that they're not, there isn't a very large Black community here that is, that is into kink and BDSM. And if they are, they're like super underground i don't even know where that is awful yeah. um i i don't think i know too many other people that are in canada but if i can find anyone or anything to point you oh, in the right direction i definitely will yeah because i feel like they're here somewhere hiding <laughs> see like sex parties are, are you know here and that kind of stuff right but even like the last sex party that i went to when everyone is sort of talking about you know what their their hard limits and soft limits are you know i said to people like i have a pain fetish and i like to bite and i like to be bitten and everybody in the room kind of just like turned and looked at me like oh but what? why is that not the norm it's when it comes not? to kink and fetish? Well, it isn't because I think for them, like the sex parties are just about sex and nobody really wants to explore anything else. And so it's like, you know, so is this like swingers? I, and I, I, yeah. I, I don't want to be ignorant because I don't no, know anything no. about how swinging parties go. But are they just yes. there to like have sex with multiple people and swap and then go home? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Oh no! And so it's like Not, you know, nothing when, wrong with that if that's your speed, but I need right. like all the things, <laughs> right? And so that's what I'm saying. So like when I come in now, you know, it's it's a different dynamic. So when I when I arrived at the party, I had on like a see through negligee. So you were ready and, to go. <laughs> you know, I wasn't. So I come in and I take off my jacket, and everybody's looking at me like, "Oh, you're already dressed." I'm like, "Well, like, yeah." Was was because I supposed? Not, I, was it white people, black people? No, it was all black people. Really? But I guess because they're so used to like kind of hiding, and I'm like, I, I'm man, I'm too conspicuous to hide. If y'all see me, I'm tatted from top to bottom, pierced. I've either got you know pink hair, blonde hair, <laughs> something. So it's not like I can hide from nobody. Exactly. So just, you know, come as I am, see me here, and 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 that's it. But I know that there were a couple. Like I know that there were a few gentlemen in the room that wanted to um, explore like the pain pleasure aspect more. Mm -hmm. But I think that there was a fear for them of being judged, and so they didn't. Like I know for sure that there was one gentleman that really wanted to interact with me because we had a conversation after. And, you know, so I said to him, like, if there was, if there's ever going to be like another party, you know, you're going to be my first point of attack. There was a, there was a, there was one white guy there mm -hmm. and I fucked his night up. <laughs> I completely fucked his night up. I gave this man head and he, let's put it this way. He was not able to get an erection. And when he did, he wasn't able to maintain his erection. Oh, no. And I still made him come. Wow. And he had to go sit down on the couch. Yeah, you got to take five. Yeah. Take no, five. he took the rest of the night. He, <laughs> he, he interacted with one other woman 
and I was sitting on the bed beside. And after that, he was done. He went and sat in the other room oh, for the no. rest of the night, which I didn't know until the end of the night. Because <laughs> then he, when I walked in, he says to the woman that he's talking to, he's like, yeah, that's her. She's the one who fucked me up. Not that's her. Like, <laughs> like you talking like I did something bad to you. Right? And that's why I was like, I'm like, did I hurt you or something? He's like, oh, no, no, no. He's like, I thank you. He's like, I don't know how, but he's like, you're amazing. He's like, because he was he was apologetic for the fact that his dick wouldn't get hard. And when it did, it didn't stay hard. And I was like, right. that doesn't mean anything. I can yeah. And it, it really sucks because, like you said, it seemed like everybody was kind of like reserved. They mm-hmm. were, of course, there for a purpose. But as far as like, let's talk about what we're really into. Everybody exactly. seems to be. And. I can only, I, I don't know what it's like to be a man, but I can only exa- um, a- imagine like anxiety about mm-hmm. performance issues because now you're around all of these people and there yes. may be a few men in here that are outperforming yes. you and outperforming you well. <laughs> so yes. I get yeah. the, like the intimidation and how that can mess with you mentally where you aren't able to stay like hard, but yikes, it's a sex party. We're supposed to do all things sexual, but you know oh. what I things sexual i think everybody's almost like yeah it almost felt like some some of the people were there kind of just like for show or kind of like to see what was going on okay and i can understand that as well but like we can't have a sex party and everybody comes and does that every time right like somebody's gonna eventually have to have sex at the sex party right (laughs) and so for me i'm like you know i'm i'm here to interact with everybody come on you know what i mean suck a titty suck a pussy (laughs) suck a dick you know what i mean like yeah it was it was interesting oh wow i i look forward to um i feel like you're familiar with mistress marley i'm not sure if you are or not no Okay. I think so. I love her. I'm hoping to do an episode with her as well. She is from North Carolina. So I love her even more. She's a black dominatrix who is getting like phenomenal buzz in New York. Like she's been like the New York Times. She's been with Paper Magazine. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. I think you had mentioned her. You had mentioned her in her in your stories and I went to go look her up and I was like, oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Love her. She does (laughs) sex parties and she does like from what I'm seeing, it's like she's starting to tap into like the younger, I would say like 25 to like 20, well, 25 plus Mm. audience of black kinky people or black BDSMers like and I just I love that because I'm like, yes we we need that so she's hosting like these sex parties she's had them at castles i think she did a dungeon once yeah so (laughs) i will let you know well of course you know post covid because the way your restrictions are set up listen to me and they just they just they just push back the restrictions so we were on a mandatory lockdown in April. They extended it to May 28th, and then now they've extended it to June the 5th. I am so here for that. Like, we are in the pits. This is hell. <laughs> Middle Earth. <laughs> America is the worst. He said Middle Earth. <laughs> it's so bad. Oh, gosh. That is too funny. <laughs> so, like, they're pushing back your restrictions, which means, like, you're still restricted in June. We are, yes. We're about to want... open up in like two days. Why? That's just crazy. That's why yeah, they they're... push the restrictions. So it's like, no, 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 no. Just because they're open, it doesn't mean we want you there. <laughs> right. No, they, they, and here it's like they, they want everyone. 
at least 75% of the population to be uh, vaccinated first before they kind of lift the restrictions. I wish we, well, yes. you know, we are a country of anti-everything, anti-vaxxers, anti-black people, anti-everything. So, oh, well, I will let you know post-COVID <laughs> when she yeah. has a sex party. Absolutely. As soon as the, the borders are open, I am, there's a couple of things that I have to come see you because I need to give you a big old because and i don't know where my sleepy mind was when i was like i'm just gonna get on the train thinking that it was gonna be like <laughs> a 20 minute commute like you're like i'm leaving oh so i'm like oh damn it yeah that was yeah that was just a weird day I think yeah because the, the, the trains ended up running like once every two hours that sounds about right the metro north is awful like awful yeah. awful especially on the weekends i feel like it's pretty consistent during the weekday because you have so many people who live in like the suburbs who mm -hmm. are trying to get into the city or yes. whichever borough they work in yes. but the weekend yeah no <laughs> yeah and like, i think it was a sunday too that we were trying to connect even, so that's, yeah, yeah made it, it even worse i don't know where my so, mind like <laughs> when i walked in my roommate was like Lori was like did you just not did it just not register <laughs> Like, yeah, it's not, it's not I was like, I promise you it did, but I don't know why I was thinking like, oh, I'll be there. Not knowing by the time I got there, you were going to be leaving. Yeah, I should have left an hour before I was supposed to leave and then it would have made more sense. But that's okay. The borders that's will okay. open soon. They will. And time is not running away from us. So no. we're good. <laughs> okay. So now I'm getting a little, I feel like we've gotten juicy and I'm going to get like juicier. And you kind of mentioned Ooh. like being able to talk to your young people. I hear you call them young people. Yes. <laughs> like young candidly and like just open about anything. So yes. I want to know, because I'm aware. Yes. Now my listeners will be aware. Your followers are aware. My followers. You have an OnlyFans. I do. Okay. Do you want to plug it before I ask the question? Oh, yeah. It's, it's that badass Jones kid. Because, you know. So, yes. <laughs> so now that we all know that you yes. have an OnlyFans, you yes. with you being a podcaster, having an OnlyFans, just being like a social media presence, like a public figure. Yes. How did you? Okay, not how. Let me not assume. Let me ask because I don't know. Yes. Do your children know about? Your alternative oh, yeah. lifestyle, the OnlyFans. Yes. I love that. They They're they adults. Do. I get it. Yeah, they are. I, I, so my, my kids, my young people have always been aware um, that I am very sexually open. Yes. Because like with me growing up in a Jamaican household, there are just conversations. You're not, you're not even mm. allowed to talk about your period, much less. Really? Yeah. I remember when I got my period, I, I, you know, tried talking to my mom about it and basically like you get handed a pack of pads and you just kind of figure it out, <gasps> you know? Yeah. It's just one of those kind of weird things. Um, That's so generational. I'm really learning is. more and more. It's generational. It really How old is, is your mom? Um, my mother will be 71. So she is closer to my mom's parents' age. And it's mm -hmm. definitely a generational. It, like, it is. 
I don't know what it is. With... But I knew that I didn't want that when I when I when yes, I had my family. That's I knew awesome. that I did. Yeah, I didn't I didn't want that for them because I think at that point too, because I like I said, I'd, I'd worked in social work and so the the bulk of my career was with children and youth. Right. And just in having those conversations with young people who were not able to have those conversations with their parents, I knew further that that's not the way that I wanted to raise my my son and my daughter. And I remember when um, I <laughs> I used oh. to keep my dildos between my mattresses. Oh my god! <laughs> right. And so you know, like I don't restrict the kids from where they can go in the house and yes. play. So this, is, this was you know when they were much younger. And so I don't know why my children are just weirdos. <laughs> I love them, but they were playing between the mattresses they because they were playing kids. And, because they're kids. <laughs> That's so, what they do. Right. And so I had like, you know, um, like porn magazines and stuff like that in between my mattresses because I'm thinking they're not going to go They're not going to look between the mattresses. Right. <laughs> but kids. Next thing I know, I go to pull out a dildo and go to pull out a magazine. My dildos are there, but my magazines are missing. Oh. So I was like, it can only be one of the two of them. So yes. first I, went to, I went to the boy. I called him the boy and the girl. So I went to the boy first. And I said to him, do you have mommy's magazines? And he kind of looked at me and said, you're not in trouble. I just want to know if you have them. He's like, I do. And I said, do you still need them? He's like... Can I look at them a little bit longer? I'll put them back. And I said, yeah, whenever you're done, just put them that back. That is so dope. And he's like, you're not mad. I said, what would I be mad about? I just wanted to know whether or not you have them. Like, you don't need to lie to me. Like, it's okay. You know what I mean? I know that you're curious. And if you have questions, just come and talk to me. And how um, old was he? At that time, he was 10, 10, 11. Which is, I mean, by 10 or 11, especially in this day and age, Puberty yeah. is hit and you already Absolutely. know how the parts work. Exactly. Yes. You know, and, you know, even their dad and I, you know, we broke up years ago, but even with him, like in, in, in helping him to raise them so that it also helped him to break his generational curses, you know, I had to say to him things like, you know, you, you have to be, you have, you have to be uncomfortably comfortable talking to your kids about sex when Absolutely. they come to you to have those conversations. So it's one of those things where like, you know, when our, when our daughter was a baby, you know, kids would be like, ha ha, daddy, I see your, I see your pee pee. Yes. Right. So I said to him, like, you can't be weirded out because then it's going to make her feel some type of way. If she comes in and she looks and she points and she laughs, like, you know, make some kind of a joke with her and then, and she'll leave. She's like, she's too, she's right. You know, she's not thinking anything, you know, weird or anything like that. Um, I remember the first time, you know, my son asked me about condoms and I called him, called their dad. And I was like, you need to come teach your son how to put a condom on. Because I go. can do it, but I don't have a penis. So, so he comes over, I hand him a dildo, I hand him a condom, like your son's in his bedroom. Go, that is it. so awesome. <laughs> right. So, you know, and, and they used to tease me. They're like, I remember they're like, mom, why do you have penises between your mattresses? Oh I'm like, listen, shut your mouth and leave me alone and mind your business. <laughs> Why do you have penises between? Yeah, why you, why, why is that the title of the episode? <laughs> why do you have penises between? Why your do you have penises between your mattresses? <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> and I, you know, like I said, it was just one of those things, and 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 it became, um, I wouldn't say like regular conversation, but they knew that they could always come to me and ask me anything. So now, you know, you fast forward to. Um, you know, my daughter's 12. She's starting to experience sexual feelings. Mm -hmm. You know, she has a cell phone and every so often I check their phone and I'm noticing that she's looking at like girl on girl porn. Oh, so I, yeah. So then I have to have a conversation with her. And so the conversation is like, you know, mama, do you like girls? And she's like, no. And I said, are you sure? And I said, if you do, it's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. And she's like, no. And I said, like, I know, you know, the, what you've been looking at. So, you know, if you ever want to talk about it. 
And she's like, no, she's like, I was just curious. You know, I just wanted to see what it looked like and and that kind of stuff. I said, that's, that's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with that. If it ends up being that you like girls and you're interested in girls, it, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, right. I mean? we'll, we'll have conversations about that. Um, and then it went to like, you know, now my son's in high school and his friends have questions, but his friends can't ask their parents. So they ask him to ask me. And so he comes home one day and he's like, you know, mom, I need to ask you some questions. And I said, okay, what's up? He's like, but they're sexual questions. I was like, okay, babe, what's up? And he's like, what's backshot? Oh. And I said, backshot is when a woman and a man are in um, like a bit of doggy style position and they're having sex. And I said, do you know what the doggy style position is? He's like, yeah, I think I do. And it's okay. Yeah, that's, that's, it's just another name for the doggy style. You know, most black people say backshot. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, he's like, okay, I can ask you another question. I said, yeah. And he's like, you know, um, I, I don't remember what the question, but these are the conversations that we're having. I said, you know, like, is there a reason why you're so curious? And he's like, well, I'm talking to my friends and, you know, I know that they don't know a lot of stuff. And I, and I said to them, like, you know, I, I'll ask my mom because my mom's cool and she's open and we talk about everything. They're like, guy, what? You're going to ask your mom? Don't yes. Ask your mom those questions. And he's like, yeah, I can. Like, I've been talking to my mom about sex since I was like 10, 11 years old. So it's not anything weird. Um, you know, and up to going with my daughter to buy her first vibrator um that is fantastic <laughs> yeah so it's like you know um I'll tell you actually a funny story so the other day I went into her room to ask her for my tablet okay and she was half asleep and she picks up her dildo and hands it to me oh my god and I was like babe <laughs> she's like yes mom it's sleepy eyed right and I said you just handed me your dildo and she's like no I gave you the tablet and I look at her I'm like Babe. Oh my goodness. <laughs> She's like, oh my God, mom, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was like, it's okay. Can I have my tablet, please? And can you take back your dildo? Like, <laughs> that is, um, my mom would have shattered in place, yeah. like right there as she stood. <laughs> so as I would have handed it to her, she would have turned it to stone and just fell to the floor. <laughs> and the crazy thing, she didn't even remember. So when she woke up, I'm like, you know, you handed me your dildo. She's like, what? I was like, yeah. I said, I came upstairs and asked for the tablet. She's like, but I gave you the tablet. I said, yeah, after you handed me your dildo. She's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm like, you don't need to apologize. I realized you were half asleep. Oh but my goodness. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, when I, when I decided to start the OnlyFans, I spoke with both of them um, because the thing is I never want them to be caught unawares and I never want it to be a situation where somebody can come and throw something in their face and say, oh, I saw your mom on OnlyFans. Right. Like, you know, so they can be like, okay, yeah, she has an OnlyFans and what? <laughs> like you want to we're all adults star. here i don't right, understand exactly. what the issue you is know what I mean? right um and they're like my son is is he's in his mid to late 20s and shante oops i shouldn't have said oh her name, but that's okay. i will take that right no, out a, yeah don't worry about it um <laughs> but, and my daughter she's um you know she's in her early 20s so mm -hmm. it's 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 you know they're they're grown and and I, I and i even asked my son i'm like because i was more concerned about if he would have an issue with it and he's like, you're you're grown. He's right. like, you've always been open with us. You know what I mean? He's like, I if anybody says anything, I'll just punch them in their face and keep it moving. There you go. I was like, oh, okay. I don't want you to be out there beating people. <laughs> oh, I seen your mom's vagina. Like, you know what I mean? But um, I will say though, my my page is definitely more erotic than pornographic. Okay. Um, yeah. So I do like. I don't know if any uh, most people know what ASMR is, but the, yes. Um, yeah. So I do like audio clips as well dope oh, yeah but i can only have, imagine <laughs> those have gotten a lot of really good feedback i've had people message like i 
like there's one audio clip that's maybe about 10 minutes long and a gentleman messaged me he's like i got to about five and a half six minutes and i couldn't hold it anymore oh wow yeah i was like oh you're welcome yes. <laughs> like you know you know tip the tip the provider and you know we're good please to go. but, tip um... your content creator <laughs> yeah so i it's yeah i i i hemmed and hawed about starting the only fans and then it's really interesting because a, a, a girlfriend of mine who is not um she's not sexually explorative she's not sexually out there she's not into kink she's not into any she mess she was the one who actually messaged me mm-hmm. and she's like bitch you need to start an only fans she's like, really is- yeah she's like that is right up your alley and i know that you'd be making money hand over fist she's like you know i know like that's not something she would ever yes she would- but she's like you need to start an only fans and i was like you know i'll think about it. she's like no 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 you, you need, need to do to it yeah and, and and i thought to myself coming from her knowing her personality that to me was a big thing because she's she's not a yeah i don't know if she's very vanilla okay like, like super vanilla like black bean <laughs> vanilla like original <laughs> vanilla <laughs> yeah so for her to the yes, fact that she's like yes girl only fans like that is wild <laughs> For her to say to me, you need to start an OnlyFans page, I was like, you know what, I'm going to. Um, because like I said, if for someone who's like her, like she, she's she's the vanilla-ist of vanillas. For her to say that to me and to for her to have an appreciation for what I do, it spoke volumes to me. This is like real life. If you're looking for a sign to start OnlyFans, here's one. That's yes. literally your sign yes. <laughs> to start an OnlyFans. Like yes. the most vanilla person you know who's like, yeah, girl, yes. you actually need to start this. Yeah. And it was honestly because of her that I that I did. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. everybody's on board. I love that your children are on board. More importantly, I love that you were able to be kind of like a safe space. Yes. For your children to come to you to talk about sex, because that was not a lot of us can attest to it. You oh. included. I couldn't oh. go to my mom. Like the oh, one time relax. I did go to her was when I honestly, when I lost my virginity and I told her, I told her what happened. And she asked me not necessarily how it was, but she was like, how disappointed are you? Basically is what she said. She what? was because you know your first time isn't great oh yeah she was like so basically she was just like it really wasn't what you thought it would be was it i was like it wasn't because <laughs> <laughs> i was disappointed but i was also 14 so yes. i was young and my mom yes. was like okay so sex is now in our lives with you what's mm-hmm. the next step and she was like i want you to be safe i want you to be careful I also don't want you to bring home children. So she put me on birth control, <laughs> right? <Yes. laughs> which I hated, but I got my mom meant well. And she was like, I just want to make sure you have like that extra pillow down there of protection yes. just to be yes. on the safe side. Because she was like, you know, you're being safe. You're using a condom, condoms break. Then yes. what? And plan yes. B wasn't as a thing, I, a thing really. back mm-hmm. in 2001 so. right right so that wasn't so it was you need to either protect yourself and of course you know the older i got i'm like you just need to learn how to pull out properly you know it just it changes 
<laughs> like, you know, 14 yeah. is protect yourself. Yes. At 33, it's like, learn how to pull out. <laughs> right? And pull out on time. On time. Not after you're halfway, not halfway Don't hesitate. Middle. Like, that's right? a problem. But right. then, you know, we do live in the world of plan B, which I've only taken one my whole life. I told that story a very, very, very long time ago. That's a very triggering moment, but it was bad. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do it again. I have to yeah, tell fine. you that story, but I'm going to tell you yeah, like we'll, the we'll, detailed off details air. off air because it. Was... <laughs> <sighs> lucky. I the the only sex conversation that I I had with my mother. I think I was seventeen, going on eighteen. My so legally an adult. 20, yeah, my, and my boyfriend at the time was twenty six. Oh wait, yeah. did your mom know? Oh, she did. She met him. And she was, see, my mom, she was not okay. Like, I was, yeah. Yeah, there wasn't really too much that she could say. Because you're almost grown. Right, but I also didn't live at home. Like, I hadn't lived with my mother since I was, like, 13, 14 years old. Oh, wow. And I hadn't lived at home. Yeah, I hadn't lived at home since I was, like, 16, 17. And so when I I brought him to, to, you know, her house to meet him and and that kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, she pulls me aside quietly and she's like, you know, I hope you're using condoms to protect yourself. And I looked at her, I'm like, yeah, you're a little too late to be having the the sex talk, pep talk. I'm I'm good. I've known about condoms since I was like 12. Right. Yes, yeah, so you know what I mean? And and I, I always remember that and I never wanted that to be my my either one of my children's experiences. The other thing too is that you know, good or bad, we had a we had a sex restriction in the house. And okay, and, now that I can, I my parents did as well, and my parents still do. So <laughs> I oh, get no, it. Not, yeah, not a physical restriction in the house. This was an age restriction. Oh, right. And so I, I said to them when they were really young, you know, you can you can experience everything that you want to experience sexually until you're 18. And then at that point, when you're able to make an, an informed choice mm-hmm. about actually having penetrative sex, that's, I, I, yeah, I don't know how to explain, but it's basically the virginity clause. Okay. No losing your virginity until you're 18 for the simple fact that I didn't want them to be like me when I was young and made like a bad choice with somebody that I didn't want to be with. And it was one of those kind of exactly rushed, right, yes. rush <laughs> moments where, you know, you're fondling, groping, pants are pulled down. You're, you know, backed up in the, some in the middle of somewhere and you have sex for the first time and it's a very blah experience and you hate it, you regret it and you can't go back and change it. And I always said to them, you know, sex is a foregone conclusion. We're all sexual beings. You're all going to have sex at some point in time. Right. But I'd rather that you have sex with somebody that it's a relatively meaningful experience where you don't have regrets because as much as we say to ourselves, you know, we meet the love of our lives and we're like, oh, if I could go back and you could have been my first bitch, you can't. You can't. And you just have to be okay with that. And you just have to be okay. And so many of us are not. So many of us live with the regret of our first experiences, whether it was was something that we willingly did or something that was done to us against our will. Right. I would rather they have the experiences of being able to make an informed choice about what they want and what they want to do with their bodies versus being coerced into a situation and a circumstance sexually that they're not prepared for and don't know how to deal with emotionally or mentally. Wow. Yeah. And so that was a conversation that their dad and I had with both of them and they respected that. And and so what we did is as they got older, we increased their boundaries. So when they were, yeah. So when they were 12, it's like, you guys can hold hands and you guys can like kiss. 
And then when they were 14, it's like, you can hold hands, you can kiss, you can hug and you can pet. And then when you're like 16, you can, you know what I mean? So we increased but it as they I went. like that you did that. Like not yeah, to cut I, you off, but that's, no, that's amazing. No. Yeah, it was, it, it was very um, like just informed conversation with them so that, you know, as their experiences increased, as they grew mentally and emotionally, we help them navigate that intentionally. And so now when they're 17 going on 18, respectively, they're three years apart, you know, at, at whatever points in time. Mm -hmm. So now, you know, we've, we've had the masturbation talk and you know that masturbation is okay. We've had the talk around kissing and touching and petting and what is a good touch versus a bad touch. And, you know, knowing the difference between somebody like a boy or girl telling you that they love you because they want to fuck you yes. versus you know that this is the right time for you and you're not being pressured into it, that this is something that your heart and your mind and your soul, like everything is in sync and you're not in a rush to do it. It's because you know that this is something that all of you wants to do. So you just brought two sexually sound adults into society. Mm-hmm. I would like to think so. You definitely and, and they're did. Very responsible. Yeah, they're very responsible. So even like this weekend, you know, I, I have an away a, a weekend and my daughter asked me, you know, um, respectfully, she's like, you know, mom, can I have company this week? And I'm like, of course. She could sneak around because I'm not going to be here. Right. And have somebody come in and I wouldn't know. But because of the type of relationship that we've built, because of the type of bond that we've built, she she asks, even though she doesn't have to ask, just out of respect. Um, you know, when, when my son brings his fiance here, you know, he has space in the basement. So like, they'll hang out with me for a little bit and then they'll go to the basement and I leave and I go to the third floor so that there's like, there's, there's room between us mm -hmm. so that if they want to fool around and be intimate, they can. Um, and, and it's, it's not weird. Like, I know that they're not fucking in the house right. because, you know, but, you know, for them to be able to have moments where they can lay together and kiss and and be passionate and, and be, um, you know, sexually, emotionally connected with one another, they know that they have safe space to do that here, whereas they can't do that anywhere else. I always, what year was your daughter born? Uh, she's a 1998 baby. So she's 23. She just turned 23. I always say like that generation of babies, and I know they aren't babies, they're adults, mm -hmm. but yeah. Like, they're just going to go into the world so happy and free. Like, do you understand? <laughs> yeah. Like, everything yeah. you just said, like, my 33-year-old <laughs> brain is like, my mom would have choked me in front of my company. <laughs> but you know what? I mean, it was it was with purpose because I, I, I've always said to myself, because when I, when I look at my brother, and he and I don't have a, a, a good relationship, mm -hmm. my brother is so sexually repressed that it's it's scary oh. it's it's really really scary and 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 when you meet people in my family like you'd be like aj you sure you belong to these people like <laughs> it's just it's so very different and even i remember like with my my younger girl cousins you know when they started to have questions about sex and sexuality and and, and they came to me to talk to me as opposed to talking to their parents because their parents are you know, wow. siblings. so it just, you know, it, it was one of those things. But I, I, I said to myself, like, look at this, you know, here we are in an age where we have so much exposure to so much and, 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 you know, everything is basically at our fingertips and we're still living in a past where we can't talk about sex because somehow we all got here by blinking our eyes. Right. Like we sat in, right. You know what I mean? Like I, I looked into my, my, my future husband's face and we blinked really quickly and we made <laughs> 
you fuck. You fucking you make babies. Everybody fucks to That's make babies. That's literally what we have to do to make them. Like, right. And so like for us to pretend or for that whole generation to pretend like they never had sex, I'm looking at you sideways and cross-eyed. Like, are you serious right now? And in my mind, I'm thinking, like, when I look at my mom, I'm like, I know you fucked to make me and make Hello? my brother. So right. Why are you trying to pretend like you had sex three times in your whole life? Like, come on, for real? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And I just, I knew for myself that I never, like, I hated the way that it felt. I hated um, being, you know, made to feel like I was dirty. Yes. Or like a bad kid because I had sexual desire. Aww. Yeah, I, did, I didn't like the way that that made me feel. And I, and I always figure, like, when you have children, why would you do to your children what you didn't like yes. done to you when you were a child? It just doesn't make any sense. That's really how those curses are broken. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. doing everything that your parents didn't do, do it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's mm-hmm. literally it. Like, yeah. that's why you have so many people over the age of basically 25 who are so sexually repressed. Oh, yeah. Because our parents it's, didn't it's teach us it. anything. They taught us the technicality of it. Yes. You do this, you insert it here, babies happen. Like, they don't tell you anything about orgasms or you Nothing. can't even ask questions about positions like I've never heard I remember when I was a kid but I was going through puberty so I was aware and I knew what was going on like there was a story remember that story about the I think it was a rumor about Lil Kim um having to have her stomach pumped yes I remember yes because she had (laughs) swallowed too much cum yes yes I remember my mom talking about this story with my aunties and these are all black southern women so that's a headache within itself Mm. but and they like my mom was just like that's just nasty i don't even understand why she would want to put her mouth down there now as an adult when i think of that conversation i'm like so are you not sucking dick like (laughs) and i don't want to say that because it's my mom but i'm like yes the way that they talk about it is missionary lights off no kissing all clothes on you lift up the skirt part he puts his penis in you rub two times he comes the baby's made and that's it and that's it because it it blew my like like thinking about it now like being you know retrospective i'm just like what so how does sex happen (laughs) like i'm so i'm tongue-tied i'm like how did sex happen with you and my dad, my mom has been with my father since 1979. Mm. They're not new to this. Like right. they were, they got together. I came along eight years later. Then they got married five years after that. And they've been together ever since. Like that's- So they were doing something. Exactly. And then my mom, I mean, she had three miscarriages, but clearly you all were actively doing trying something. to get pregnant and they were, mm-hmm. and they were achieving it, but you know, mm-hmm. things. But I'm just like, what? She's yeah. nasty for so. Do you not put your mouth? Do none of you put your mouths? I'm just like, and I wonder, like, do the do boomers give head? <laughs> and that's such a bad way to say that. No, but it's it's true. It's true. Like, yeah, the way that they like I said, I mean, you know, when they tell the stories of of the stork bringing the baby and all that kind of yes. Stuff, I don't know if I told you I worked with this 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 white lady who told her son that she pooped him out into the toilet. What? So, yeah, eleven years old, eleven going on twelve. He's at school. They're doing sex ed. Oh, the no. teacher asks, "Do you know where babies come from?" He's all excited because he's the only kid in the class that has the answer. 
puts his hand up and he's like, oh, I know, I know. The teacher calls on him. He comes to the front of the class and she asks him, like, you know, tell everybody where. And she said, you know, my he said, my mom told me that, you know, after you're pregnant, when you sit on the toilet, you know, like you, you, you poop out the baby, it comes out of your bum and everybody in the class laughed. Oh my and goodness. And so now at 12 years old, she has to have this corrective conversation with him about where children really come when from. When that conversation should have had, like happened three to four years ago. And I'm like, are you serious? Like, she's like, well, I just didn't know how to tell him. I'm like, bitch, you've been fucking. What do you mean? Like, you don't have to explain it. To, and, and this is the thing that I, I, don't, I don't understand. It's like, you want to give children all the freedoms in the world. Yes. But you don't want to explain shit to them. How, how does that make sense? And they don't know you, life. They're learning it because they're doing exactly what we did. Right? They're going through it. So, and you can explain things in an age appropriate way so when when my children were little you know the way that i explained sex and intimacy and where babies came from and how their dad and i made them was very different than me having a conversation with a 23 and 26 year old right so i, I don't know people people uh <sighs> well i mean i hope the best like i definitely plan to be as open of a parent as you are absolutely yes. because i don't want them to grow up as like sexually suppressed adults when they could have mm -hmm. just been not saying that you have to, you know, pull out the, the shibari right. rope at 17, right. but, <laughs> but, but you also don't want people to, to take advantage of them with what they know yes. versus what your kids know. You know? Exactly. And if you, you arm them and equip them, yes. And you're coming like, because you're going to go into a world of fully armed and equipped people mm -hmm. and you know, nothing. I feel like mm -hmm. a lot of, uh, especially a lot of young women got thrown into real life, real world society with no type of sexual anything. We had the education Nothing. on how to maintain yourself when your period is on, how mm -hmm. sex works, how pH mm -hmm. balances work. Mm -hmm. And then we were just left in the dust, like to the women who are learning to orgasm on their own because mm -hmm. nobody explained to them that the purpose of, you know, sex is also pregnancy, but it's pleasurable. And you Absolutely. tend to orgasm from it. Absolutely. And they're maneuvering Absolutely. and learning this at like 23 and 24. And it's just, it's heartbreaking. It is. Because we, we, we aren't taught to be sexually in tune with ourselves. Yeah. And you, and it's, you've equipped your children well, like you've let them just be because at the end of the day, we're all human. We're all people. Mm -hmm. We're all sexual creatures. Some Absolutely. of us are just younger than the others. Like children <laughs> are children, but they're still yes. people just like us at the end of the day. And they also have the parts like explain yes. to your children without it being like such textbook science biology class, like explain to them. And without the shame. Yes. Why are you shaming them for something that is so natural to them? Explain to them without the shame. You know what I mean? So it's like when you see little boys tugging and pulling on their penises or little girls, you know, you know, playing around with their with their vagina. It's like instead of beating them like, or, or yelling at them, them because then right. they're just going to be like, well, this is a bad place. I'm not supposed to ever touch. And then right. they grow up with that mentality. Right. And then when somebody comes along and touches them there and it feels good, they're just they like, what was this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, when did this happen? Right. And that could be the wrong person touching them and the wrong person that has exactly right yeah I'm, what they go with uh, is that feeling to say like oh 
you know, I know my mom told me that I shouldn't do this and she yelled at me, but when this person touches me there, it feels so good. But you don't know enough to say to yourself that this is a bad person and that person shouldn't be touching me like this. Exactly. But nobody's ever had the conversations with you about, again, what a good touch is versus what a bad touch is. And, and it, but just even bigger than that, I think exploring the feelings of intimacy. So, you know, like it's okay to kiss. It's okay to hug. It's okay to touch. It's okay to hold hands. It's okay to do the lesser things as well and feel intimately fulfilled in addition to in, in addition to sex wow like i'm happy <laughs> like i'm just i'm happy that you brought two sound adults into the world i'm happy Thank with you. people who are currently teaching their teenagers or their like preteens on how to be open and expressive about their sexual nature because they're sexual creatures even though they're yes. just under the age of 18 but they're still yes. people at the end yes. of the day so i i definitely hope to do the same with my kids um i hope that my cousins and friends are doing the same with their kids i know that's one of those curses that's very hard to break it is but i slowly see like and this is not boomer slander <laughs> but like i see everybody post boomer like Gen X, then you have mm -hmm. Gen Y, us, and then you have um, like Gen Z. Like I understand mm -hmm. that we're the ones breaking that curse and we're bringing in this new set of people who are just going to be out here living life unapologetically, learning yes. not to be ashamed of things that are absolutely natural. So it's just, yes. it's awesome. It is. It is. It is. I'm, I'm happy to... <laughs> to be part of that experience. And and I mean, I'm, I'm very open with them and telling them that, you know, the reason that I'm so open with them is because I don't want them to be like me. I want them to be able to have these conversations with their children and their children be able to have these conversations with their children long after I'm gone. You've started and you've broken the, you've broken the curse, but you've started the progress away <laughs> from that curse. And that it's going to be future generations of children who grow up to be these sound and healthy adults emotionally and sexually because they were from inviting and warm families who didn't shun you or shame you yes for simply having a sex part that exists <laughs> yes or one of those weird things like even something basic it's like you know when my daughter has like her um one of her friends comes over mm -hmm. and i'm pretty sure the young lady is bi which is okay. neither here or there you know, they'll go up to her room, door shut, and they're in there smoking and, and laughing and, and whatever, mm -hmm. you know. I always think that if that had been me and a friend of mine in my mother's house, she would have had a sit at the kitchen table. And really? You're, yeah. You're not allowed to go into the bedrooms. Like, there's nobody allowed in your bedroom. And, you know, those kind of, it, like, it's just silly, you know. Why should young people not have privacy the same as the way an adult would want to have? privacy like what and you guys that are talking is, about ooh, that's a different yeah. topic because we we didn't have boundaries oh yeah because or you can be in the room but you can't shut the door like, exactly adults the don't like, they adult yeah. those adults didn't respect boundaries like yes i yes. understand it's your house i understand you pay every bill in this house but i also yes. understand that everybody has a human right to privacy Absolutely. Whether and it I, be I for me that. just having personal time or me just wanting to be alone, I absolutely am entitled to have a personal space that's private and just for me. But yeah. Yes. 
Yes. So the unlearning, these are things because it goes into adulthood as something completely different, like how you don't want X, Y, and Z in your bedroom because you were taught as a child, you can't have this in your bedroom. So yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that was a good one. That was so good. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I have one final question for you. And of course, you know, it wouldn't be kinks with Kiki if we didn't talk about a kink. (laughs) So you... My love, my love, my honey, my darling, <laughs> are into bloodlust. I am. <laughs> and it's so funny because I know I respond the same way anybody asks. I am. I really am. <laughs> I told my roommate, I was like, I'm going to talk to AJ. Like, she doesn't know you, but like, I'm telling her about you. I'm like, <laughs> but we're going to talk about this kink. She's like, what is kink? I'm like, it's blood play. She's like, wait, she's into blood play. I'm like, yes, I can't wait. She's like, I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Looks going to be so good. But you are into blood play. So because this is completely outside of my realm, but I love that I have someone who is an expert who is experienced in this particular kink. I want you to give us an idea of what blood play is. Also, when you realize that you were into it, what sparked it? I'll ask you these questions again, but I'm just throwing them out there. And what is your procedure? when you're in the midst of blood play so um so my interest in blood play i would say was sparked in 2008 okay so not too long ago yeah so the the gentleman that i was with at the time um was a gemini (laughs) oh see here we go i'm an air sign so i get it (laughs) we're not we're not the best but we're demons (laughs) it's okay so um he i don't know like he his pain threshold was really high like excessively high and i remember one of our first interactions um he allowed me to put like blood bruises like you know those deep type of hickeys that turn oh off, like purple, that and, purple yeah and then blue he allowed me to put blood bruises all over his body wherever wow. I chose yeah um and I remember I put one uh, on his chest just below his collarbone mm-hmm. and it was probably the size of a fist the way that I <gasps> Yeah, the way that I worked my mouth around it um, until it was it was that big, it just, I don't know. Oh it my unleashed, goodness. Yeah, it unleashed something inside of me. So <laughs> I don't even, to the point where like you, you, he could see blood, little blood droplets coming <gasps> up through his skin. That's, That's possible? Awesome. Yeah, I found out that it is. I had no idea. <laughs> Yeah, so it's like a it's like a suction, sucking, biting motion, and you oh. kind of just keep going around in circles. So yeah, it bruises the skin and it and it breaks the skin lightly, and so his blood came up through the skin, and so I'm like licking his blood. Wow. Yeah, and I realized how, like, the way that we fucked that day was just different because, like, I it sent my my level of arousal to a point where I didn't even know that I could reach. And it just sent me into like an animalistic. Oh, you frenzy. went primal. Yeah. I feel like blood will do that. <laughs> yeah, but it, right, it does. And then I remember 
on a different occasion, um, I had cut myself mm-hmm. uh, on my finger and he took my hand and he licked and sucked my bone <gasps> until it stopped. So he was into it too? He was. And I don't know if it was just because of me and our interactions or if it was, no, I realized after, yeah, he was into blood, but for different reasons. Oh. Yeah. Do That's you, a whole other conversation. I was going to say, do you want to share? Because I'm curious. <laughs> but, but even for him, like, you know, like having sex when I was on my period, it didn't, it didn't phase him and he didn't care whether I just started and was like gushing blood or if it was toward the end, like he wasn't phased. Oh, wow. Did he like to do anything in particular with the blood or was it just the fact that it was happening? Did he have like a, you know, there's like a period yes. kink as well. No, I think it was just the it fact was just that the it blood. was happening. Yeah. And he liked to see it on his skin. So he liked seeing, because um, my, my blood is very dark for whatever reason, mm-hmm. but he likes seeing it on him. Like he likes seeing it on his skin oh, and he wow. always was very well groomed so he never had hair so he liked seeing it against so his it's pelvis he liked yeah, skin he, <laughs> yeah he liked seeing it against um his skin and like you're not weirded out by that he's like no it's beautiful i was like okay well you know this is great <laughs> this <laughs> so, is great <laughs> yeah he he was my introduction um into the appreciation of blood play and then um so it, it's really weird it became this thing where if I if I smell a person's skin, I can smell their blood through their skin. Oh my god, I'm and... about to call you True Blood. <laughs> this is can like Twilight moment. Absolute, it's one of my absolute favorite series. Oh, I love True Blood so yeah, much. True it was Blood's so good. <laughs> um, but yeah, it became one of those things where it, it heightened my arousal. If if you were a person that I was attracted to in a way that I could smell your blood through your skin, and wow. I remember. Yeah, one experience that I had was um, back in 2016, mm-hmm. 2015 or 2016. I told this story before, but the, the I was dating somebody that lived in Detroit. And on one of the occasions that I went, like I talked to him about bloodlust. I talked to him about taking blood from him. Was that the and- episode you did with the eggs? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. And um, so... You know, we we had had conversation about my bloodlust, so he was aware because I have a biting fetish as well, mm-hmm. and I I wanted him to be aware that I I might likely bite him to the point of breaking skin, but I didn't want him to be uncomfortable or freaked out by that. So we talked about the whole thing, and and I said to him, you know, um, if I smell you and I can smell your blood and it appeals to me, I'm going to ask you if I can take some of your blood or have some of your blood, like feed on you, mm-hmm. and he's like, okay. <laughs> so I was I was his introduction into kink. Okay. Um, yeah. So I uh, purchased a set of um, sterilized needles, mm-hmm. um, alcohol wipes. I had like a whole little kit. And so on one of the occasions when I went to go visit him, I brought the kit with me. Um, I sterilized a needle mm-hmm. and I handed it to him and I said, pick a spot, poke, and I will suck. Oh, wow. And, yeah, and he's like, He's like, I want you to like to poke me where I said, no, I need for you to do it because I need to know that that's your full consent and you're okay. With yes. It. Right. So he took the needle. Um, he poked like the middle of his arm, like in the elbow crease. And I mm-hmm. saw like a little bit of his blood pop up and it just sent me crazy. Really? I took his arm. Yeah. Like I literally took his arm with both of my hands and I sucked and I fed on him. You are and, like, really Edward from Twilight. <laughs> Are you AJ Cullen? (laughs) 
sorry. Oh God, that kills me. <laughs> but I did. I, I I fed on him, and then like again, the way that we fucked after because I know like he was super aroused. He had never had an experience like that before. Um, and he was like super aggressive with me, which was great. I think it like it just it gave him freedom to just be his sexual self in a so way amazing. that he had never been. Yeah, in a way that he had never been allowed before. And then he said to me, so we went outside to go smoke. And um, I'm looking at him. He's like, your eyes just changed color. I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh, my God. AJ Cullen. (laughs) (laughs) I flashed a smile at him and he literally backed up. He's like, like, yeah, this he's like, no, 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 no. He's like, did your eyes just fucking change? And I'm like, how would I know? I can't see myself. He's like, no, no, no. Like, he's I like, I'm not even that. asking you. I'm, yeah, he's like, I'm telling you, your eyes just change color. I'm like, it's it's the it's the moonlight. <laughs> it's the fluorescence. Like Edward said, it's the fluorescence. It's the fluorescence. <laughs> and I think I, I honestly said something. To, I said it's it's just the moonlight. It's the lighting. Like you're you're seeing things. He's like, no, no, don't try to convince me. Of that. He's like, <laughs> exactly. I, yeah, he's I know like, what I thought. Seen, yeah, you know what I mean. So, um, it was yeah that 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 was so anyway so now when I'm when I'm with somebody that I'm super sexually attracted to mm-hmm. where I feel like I need to feed on them I kind of like I don't want to say to them in that kind of way so like I joke with people that I'm a vampire or I have vampire tendencies and then so like that's that's my way of kind of like seeing what it what they say and how they kind of feel about vampires on a whole and then I'll kind of broach the subject with them about biting and then I'll broach the subject with them about biting and breaking skin and then I'll broach the subject with them about taking blood from them. Oh wow. And so for the most part have you ever gotten with anyone who was kind of like skittish or uh what's the word? Uh oh goodness, was squeamish or just against it? Oh yeah. I I've <laughs> there I feel like, you know, <laughs> there's some people that I've talked to I they feel like I'm going to turn them. I'm like that's not a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a, you watch too many movies like, it's not a real I, thing like, i'm not Bill, yeah i promise you. right i don't have venom in my fangs and it's interesting because i i actually do have fangs and it's, it's funny when people like when i smile and people see that i and it's just like just my natural teeth yes are, right so you know when you I, are when I, edward you are bill <laughs> you are edward <laughs> When I say to them, like, I don't have venom in my fangs. Like, there's nothing that's going to turn you. It's just that I need to taste your blood. Um, You know, so I've talked to one person. He's like, are you fucking crazy? Like, no. (laughs) Like, no, I'm not doing that. No, you're not going to break my skin. No, don't bite me. You know, but then it's one of those things where, like, now, so you're you're sexually engaged with them. And and I'm looking for, you know, spots on them to bite. So I'm not necessarily a neck biter, but I like, um, like, the trap area. Mm -hmm. And so when I go to bite and I'm starting to like bite and suck and apply pressure, like I've had somebody literally stop me. He's like, oh, 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 oh. I know what you're about to do. Don't do that shit. <laughs> I'm like, like, seriously. I said, well, how's it going to hurt you? I just want a little bit of your blood. They're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and so, yeah, I've, I've been with a couple of people who get completely freaked out because they know that once I start to bite them where it's going to go. But I always say to people like, I'm never going to bite you to the point where I draw blood from you without asking permission first. Of course, because consent is important. Right. And, you know, so that they understand that. But, you know, there's somebody that I've been talking to now for maybe about a month and I've had the conversation with him about my bloodlust. I've had the conversation with him about taking blood from him and he flat out told me, no, we're, we're not doing okay. that. But I'm still, I'm still working on him because I feel like... <laughs> 
you know, I just, I feel like he'll, he'll come over to the dark side. I, I feel like people, yeah, I feel like people want to try it. You know what I mean? Because I make it palatable yes. just in terms of the way I describe the experience. Um, and, and, you know, people have this weird fascination and curiosity with me. So it kind of works in my favor. That's interesting. Yeah. I definitely want an update. <laughs> To oh, see I, you know, I'll get if you bring <laughs> him to the dark, bring Luke to the dark side. <laughs> yeah, I'm really trying. He's he's someone that I really want to bite. Like, oh. I really, really want to bite him. If that's the case, more than likely that's going to happen sooner than you think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's my um, my experiences with bloodlust. But I, I always ask first. Like, I never, um, I never, I, and I never try to, the thing, okay, so I never try to force anyone. I never try to push anyone. Mm-hmm. But if you're still open to having conversation with me about it, like if you if you say to me, you know what, look, I don't want to talk about this anymore, then I'll leave alone. Right. But if you if you allow me to continue talking about it and we continue to have conversation about it, I'm assuming that there's a small percentage of your being that might be that, curious about it and right. intrigued. Rightfully right. so. It's outside right. of the norm. Right. And so what I'll do is, you know, maybe I'll take like their forearm and the, and the upper fleshier part of their forearm. Mm-hmm. I'll do like the bite suck that I do and put a blood bruise on them so they can feel what it would feel like and they can see that their blood is closer to the surface. That, of course, arouses me. And so what I'm doing now is smelling their blood because it's closer to the surface. And now it's oh like, my okay, goodness. So, Did you know the spots? Yeah. What are we going to what are we going to do about this? <laughs> you know, I'll tell you how crazy it is when I go to give blood. I can tell the doctors where to take blood from on myself. Really? The best. Yeah. The best veins. I can tell them exactly where they should take it from. I just tell them which arm. I was like, my right isn't going to give you a thing. Come over to the left. That's all I can do. (laughs) Yeah. No, as I'm sitting here right now, like I'm looking and I'll tell you what's even crazier. I have a mole on the vein that they usually take blood from. Like a bullseye. Yeah. It's really weird. Like right here. You see it? Point there. (laughs) (laughs) Like aim it right there. Yeah. How do you but feel when you have blood taken? I don't like it. What? <laughs> yeah, it's 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 the strangest thing. I don't I don't like having blood taken from me, and more times than not, I actually pass out. Wait a minute. Yeah. Do you not like? Is it the the act itself? It can't yes. be the sight of blood. No, no. Yeah. So once once they've actually gotten, so what happens is like that that pass out moment happens when they're putting the needle in. But once the needle is in and I'm I'm conscious again, really? I actually sit and watch. Yeah, I watch in fascination as the blood is squirting out of my um out of my arm. And so what I'll do is like you know like they tell you to make a fist and then release yes. the fist. Like I'll move in such a way that the blood stops squirting, and then I'll move back again so that it can continue squirting. How? And- yeah, I don't. You I, controlled I your vein. <laughs> it's weird. It's really weird. Um, and my blood is dark. Like it's dark. What's your? Do you know your blood type? I, I, like, I don't. I think I'm. I think I'm B positive. Oh, like really, yeah, really, like that rich, dark blood, dark. Yes. Ooh. Like that ox blood, but dark. Yeah, I love ox blood. Yes. That's a beautiful color. It is. It is. Oh wow. Oh, I I am not. I'm a human pincushion. I'm checked and pricked um, 
a couple of times a month sometimes. So I'm so numb to it. Like, I'm just like, hey, girl, it's me again. Hi. Because I always get the same (laughs) phlebotomist. Hey, girls, how many we doing today? Okay, cool. This arm right here, just give me the ball. Like, I'm such a pro at it now. Just like, I probably can be like, you know what? I'll just do it. You just go go get the other person. Just sit over there. Go go get a coffee. Go get a coffee. Come back. (laughs) All right. Well, last thing before we go. I know that you're into blood play. I also know I've gotten emails about people who are curious about it because you have experience. If you will, if you can give any tips or advice and precautions for people who are looking to get into this particular kink. Um, You know, because it is a a bodily fluid. Yes. um, Definitely make sure that the person that you're engaging in blood play with has been checked or Mm -hmm. tested. Consequently, the same for yourself. Um, And like I said, even though you're engaging in play, make sure that you ask for consent, like with all things. Yes. But with this in particular, because you're taking blood from someone, you need to make sure that the person is aware, fully aware of what's what's, um, transpiring. I always find that it's easier if the person allows the release of their own blood, like if they do it themselves and then you feed from them Mm -hmm. or take blood from them in whatever manner. Um, I find that it's a little bit easier because they're, they're in control of what their body is doing versus, you know, if you're taking it from them, they may get freaked out and say, okay, wait, wait, stop, 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 stop. stop." Right. Right. So this way, if you're allowing them to do it themselves and you're, you know, kind of gently encouraging them and, and being there and supportive, Um, it makes things run a little bit smoother and it makes things a little bit easier. Um, Try not to hurt the person in your enthusiasm (laughs) because I've done that. Oh no. Um, Yeah. You know, you kind of get overzealous in the moments. Like I said, with the, the, the gentleman in Detroit, because I wasn't really expecting, like I knew that he wanted to and he was okay with it. Mm -hmm. But in the moment where I started feeding on him, I became like, overzealous and gotcha. like I said, the way that I yeah I held him and I, I bit down into him while sucking I, I know that I heard him but he was a, ch- a champion he, was, oh, he, he took was it like a champ always have sterilized equipment do not reuse equipment even if it's with the same person um, if you're using a needle to prick the person or to draw blood from them, always use a new needle mm-hmm. and always make sure that you, that the equipment that you're using is sterilized and the area that you are taking blood from is sterilized. Um, and you know, like with everything else, relax and enjoy. All right. Well, you guys have heard it from one of the experts. <laughs> <laughs> which I am not, which is why I've held off so long talking about so this topic. Right you- <laughs> I, feel like, I know I, I am. Like, <laughs> I feel like my body is in like a slight frenzy right now. And I'm sitting here thinking, okay, like, who can I call? <laughs> <laughs> okay, question. Do you yeah. think Mr. Man from earlier this morning would be into you biting him? Like, seriously biting him to the point where you draw a little blood? I don't think so because okay. he's so yeah he if if that was to happen um he needs more time with me to explore his dom side and he needs more time with me to punish me until he feels satiated gotcha for us to have any other types of conversation like his focus right now is torturing you yeah, yeah exactly. punishing his, you for yes, existing right for fucking <laughs> breathing and being alive on the like how <laughs> but yeah he i i don't see him being that person right now 
Um, but I, I know a couple of other people who would be um, okay. willing subjects, willing participants. You're about to go on a feeding frenzy. But AJ disappears to social media for three days, yeah. just like the rest of the Cullen. She went to hunt. <laughs> she went on a hunt. It's fine. We know she's coming back. Just let her, gonna, let her do her thing. Back in a couple of days. Yes, just let her do her thing. It's fine. It's fine. We got it. Oh my gosh. But it's even funny, even when I think about like um, meats, like if I have a steak, you know, people are like, oh, how do you eat your steak medium? I'm like, how do people eat it some other kind of way? Yeah, I'm, I'm um, still making my rounds around uh, medium rare, medium steaks. <laughs> I like gaming, I like, like the Lex person, but ooh. No, I like when there's a little bit of blood in it. It's something that that's what it just kind of turns me. I know it's supposed to be like better that way, but I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. And I can't do well done because then it's like leather. So I'm just like, right. I, there, I have to find my balance. <laughs> like maybe yes. medium well. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, medium well is not too bad. Yeah. Medium, medium, mediums. <laughs> I've heard great I've things. Been, <laughs> I've been out with someone and they're like, that looks like it needs to go back on like, the grill. I'm you, like, what are, you, what are you talking about? Like, no. Stab at yeah. it with your fork, it'll move. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely be that person. Like, are oh, you going God. to move? Like, Blink twice if you're okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's too funny. Well, AJ, yes, ma'am. I want to thank you so much for coming oh, on. Pleasure. You had to be the first person. Like, I have a list. Like, I'll have to send you a picture of the list. I have a list of people that I am dying to interview. And I've just been like putting out emails and DMs like, hey, would you like to come on the show? We can do this date, ah, this time. Ah. But you were the very first person on my list. And I'm like, I have Yay. to interview AJ because oh, I love her and it's long overdue. <laughs> <laughs> and we always have these sessions where we talk for, look at it, it's been two hours. <laughs> it just went by so easily. But that's, yeah, that's I love the, that. Yes. I'm hoping yes. that it's, as easy as this is, um, you know, I told you I'm recording, well, I won't say yes. for the show, but you know who I'm recording with next and yes. that person and that person, like, I feel like it'll, hopefully it'll be a little easier. Um, I do know I, I know. have the state of sound mind because of other people's agendas. <laughs> you do. I'm excited for that one. I just want to, I just want to talk to you when it's done. <laughs> You're like, are you okay? I like, will definitely let, and it's on a Monday. So and I have to work. Oh. So I told him like, um, I will be there. He said, he's going to come get me because he lives about maybe about 15 minutes away from me driving and he drives. So sorry. He, Sorry, sorry. You're you're physically going there? I'm going to record at his place. Oh, girl. <laughs> I've done God it before. Damn. I've done it before with no issue. Yeah, not under these kind of circumstances. <laughs> it's two against one. Man, you better put on a chastity belt or some shit. <laughs> More than likely, like, I'll, I'll have to reiterate some boundaries, like, in person, because I've done it, yes. like, over the phone. I really, I haven't seen him... I think the last time I saw him was when I recorded with him and that was in like September okay. or October. So it's been a, it's been about six or seven months since I've seen him, but I told like, and I had to have a conversation with him one day and explain like, these are my boundaries. This is why yes. I'm keeping you at arm's length. It doesn't mean that I hate you. I have beef with you. It's just to protect my peace and to avoid yes. anything that I don't want when I made it clear and not mm -hmm. to put myself in an awkward situation. These are my boundaries. So yes. That's kind of yeah. interesting. 
as you get through the front door, <laughs> state those again. I'm going to have to. Probably in the car <laughs> and when we go through the door because magically he'll just be like, I forgot. I'm like, nope. Yeah. Just had this conversation look, two minutes ago. Look, look what we have here. Look at this treasure chest that we have. Oh, goodness. Do you want to see my new addition? <laughs> <laughs> and he would be the type. Absolutely. You want to see what's new? You want to see what I've added? I don't. I don't. I just like not saying that that's going to like, you know, encourage me to do anything, but I'm just like, I'm trying to keep it as a, like an even playing field. Like I know yes. if I don't provoke anything, nothing can get manipulated or nothing can happen. So it's going to be good. also picking you up and bringing you there. Yes. Because I'm like, I was going to just go straight out the work because again, I have to work the next day. So I'm just like, yes. oh, I get off. I'm in Brooklyn. You live in Brooklyn. I'll just take the train. No biggie. And he's like, no, it'll be a little later. Like not too late, but like a couple of hours later because they all, everybody has to work Monday. Yes. So everybody has yes. to get off, get comfortable, get situated. So it'll be a couple of hours after we get off. But like at the end of the day, I still have to work the next day. So it's going, yes. going to be short, sweet and simple. I got a few questions. It's going to be good. I feel like I'm, his I'm episode is definitely coming out of yours because <laughs> now I'm already segueing into his episode. It can't come first. Right? <laughs> oh, I'm excited to hear about that one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, but well, now everybody will know. <laughs> so nobody knew and I was going to kind of do like a sneak attack, but it's yes. fine. Like when they see it, they'll be like, oh. Again, the tea, yes. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. But yes, I want to thank you so, so much for my being pleasure. my first guest of me. 2021. It was my absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. Oh, okay. Plug, 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 plug. Where can they find you? Where can they listen to the podcast? Um, so you can find me on um, my social media, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, the podcast page is The Pum Pum Chronicles. There, of course, is my personal page that has some more fun stuff <laughs> that's um <laughs> that she's in trouble for yeah that's a right for breathing oh my god um that's badass underscore jones underscore um if you want to email me or get in contact with me you can do that at the pum pum chronicles at gmail.com and um i'm on all platforms where podcasts can be heard the pum -pum chronicles. all right and of course you guys know you can find me i am at instagram kings wikiki podcast on Twitter and Tumblr, even though I never use Tumblr, at <laughs> Kinks with Kiki. Yeah. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, episode ideas, email me, kinkswithkiki at gmail.com. Um, again, guys, you're listening to this episode. This is pre-recorded, <laughs> but it's recorded nonetheless. And we've been waiting yes. to get here. I know I have, and I'm very excited <laughs> that it's finally taking place. This was a great episode. Yes, it was. it was. Thank, Thank you, you so much. <laughs> All right, guys. So, of course, until next time, I am your dose of black girl in this kinky ass world. And until next time, peace. <laughs>